Ballhawk Tony? Yep. This is Trevor. I told you I was calling you. We are calling up, Trevor. We are calling Ballhawk Tony. He's are you live at the stadium because it was raining? Did you show up? I am live at the stadium. Unfortunately, there was no batting practice this afternoon because there was some unexpected rain and it was pretty heavy. Yeah. So just hanging out. Okay. Watching the uh, field crew get prepared and uh, talking to a couple players here and there. All right. You know what? Uh, just this is Trevor's happy hour. Uh, we we like we have like people on the show that are like really fans of the Angels. Uh, some of them are like more fans than others. But I I gotta say this: I was pretty impressed when you said that you've caught like over two hundred baseballs. Is that what you? Is that right? Uh, if I estimate over the years I've come in here, I've probably caught around that many. Yeah. And they're a but, home. They're uh, home run balls. Well, a lot. Some of them are. I go in the right field during batting practice, and I, you know, I try to catch home runs. Sometimes on the fly. Sometimes on the bounce. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I'll get a player to to throw one up in the stands. I don't ask for toss ups, but you know, sometimes they look up and just toss them up there. I found them as I walked in because I get first in line. So, you know, we call those Easter eggs. There's some of those laying around when we walk in. So, just uh, collecting balls any way I can. But the preferred method for, for me and for most ball hawks out there is, is to catch a home run on the fly. So, now, are most of the balls yeah. you've caught are like at Angel Stadium, right? <clears throat> yeah, so I've caught a few at Dodger Stadium over the years. But most of them are from Angel Stadium and mm-hmm. You know, I got some that go back to when Silig uh, was the uh, commissioner. So a lot of the baseballs I have are, are stamped with his name on it. And then over the past several years now, I, we got the Manfred balls. So, so explain yeah, to me a lot of baseballs over the years. Explain to me the process yeah. of catching balls. Like, like, like when you go, I mean, explain to me why you got started and what's the process. Why did you get into this? Well, I've been going to Angel Stadium since the early 80s when I was a kid my grandparents my grandpa used to take me all the time back in the days of Gene Mock and and uh you know Mr. Autry owning the ball club and mm-hmm. and uh you know I played baseball in high school and, and a little bit in college and you know it's just I just always like to uh, engage with baseball players I think uh it's pretty cool as a kid you know that you look up to these guys and they're 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 pretty special and you always dream of doing what they're doing and yep. then uh you know i started catching baseballs and found out that well back in the day there wasn't a lot of people doing it like there is now so it just became a passion of mine and then and then i got turned on by a gentleman over there his name is devo he's a regular he's probably caught over 2500 baseballs at, at anaheim and dodger stadium and so it's kind of like a competition. There's a few regulars out there who like to go and catch baseballs, and and uh, you know we we get in line an hour before the before the gates open, and we just talk baseball and meet people who love baseball and the Angels. So it's just the overall experience of just hanging out at the ballpark, talking you, to players that when when you don't you know when when they have a chance to be free and, and spend a minute with you. Do you mind if I ask your age? Like I'm 53, so. No, I'm 47 years old, and uh, okay, it it, it it it's it's funny it's fun because you know, it makes you feel like a little kid. And then one of the I do love catching baseballs. I love getting baseballs, acquiring them. But the one thing I really like the most is, you know, giving the kids baseballs. You know, I I usually keep an eye on the kids at batting practice who are trying to get baseballs, and you know, begging players and 
and I always take a few in my bag, and uh, I find those kids. I watch them, and I, feel, I, I, I catch them as they're walking up the steps, and, and I ask, hey, did you get a ball? No, no. So you see their face light up when you give them a baseball? Excellent. It's, it's, I mean, it's you're, you're, cool. you're, you give back. You give back to the kids, like little leaguers and stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Right. Making kids happy. Do the angels? Do the angels brass or the the, the people uh, know about you? I mean, have you ever like been targeted by you know the uh, media, like angels media? No, no. I'm kind of new to the scene at, as as far as being here as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm just kind of making a name for myself with the regular guys. Like I said, there's a guy named Devo out there who's I mean, this guy's caught baseballs at all-star games, home run derbies. I mean, he's – and uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you yesterday, but there's a website called MyGameBalls.com. And what that is is it's a, it's a website uh, created by a guy named Alan Schuster. Mm-hmm. And what, basically what it is is it's a uh, – you know, you, you, you build yourself a, a name and a, and a profile, and you log your baseballs in. You log where you caught it, when you caught it, who hit it, whether you found it, whether it rolled to you, whether it was thrown to you. And most of it's on an honor system. Every stadium has a guy who verifies the members. So, right. But I, for the most part, uh, the guys I've seen and I know and I watch every day when they log their baseballs on, it's all it's all true. So okay, but, yeah, we'll no. we'll get but into that Devo's because I want to get Devo. I mean, but see, you have, there's like two. Are you the two main guys that catch baseballs? You and Devo. Uh, there's about three or four of us. Okay. That are. That are are, are are there every every almost every single day? Does Roger yeah. Lodge ever go out with you? Who's that? Roger Lodge. Does he ever catch baseballs out there? No, no. You know what? I did tweet him one day, and I asked him, "Hey, would you ever consider doing a uh, you know a remote out from right field and, and mm-hmm. come out and see what what the what what the what the fans who are there early? I mean, because you, if you're going to batting practice, you're there at five o'clock. You're there two hours before game time." So when the day is done and, and you're going home, you, you spent six, five, six hours at the ballpark. Right. Know? And a lot, and that, that's that's people who love baseball. You know, not just the game itself. I would the atmosphere and the play. I would love to see Roger Lodge and Terry Smith shag home run balls. That would be great. <laughs> well, I know Roger always brags about being an athlete and all that, so it would be cool to see him come out there. And, I want to see and hang too. I'm, I want to see Terry cool. Smith catch some home run balls. That would be the best. <laughs> well, I, there's I a reason. There's a reason I'm going there. But let's get back to you. Okay, uh, this is Trevor's Happy Hour seven one four seven nine eight nine eight zero six. I've taken five days off, and I'm lucky I met you because, you know what? I really want to get you promoted, but I don't. know. Do you want to be promoted? I mean, you, you just know, said I, you, I mean, you said you contacted Roger Lodge, so you must want some, you must want somebody to know who you are, and you and Devo. Well, I didn't. I didn't get into this to promote myself or or, or make money off it. But um, as as more and more as I go along doing this, I think it would be a great way to build the Angels fan base up, especially the kids. I agree. Um, I agree with that. You know, if and the Angels. You know, I look at these attendances every night, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this in a negative way, but, you know, their attendance is always pretty good, 30,000, 40,000. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there's not that many people at the ballpark. And, and I know season ticket sales are a big part of that, but what I'd like to see come out of ball hawking, which, 
which I think it has been pretty much by it's it's been blown up by a guy named Zach Campbell. I don't know if you you know who he is. He caught A Rod's three thousand baseball. Yes, I saw him, and he actually has a Topps baseball card, and he signs it like he had like a special edition. The ball, the guy who that's the guy I think, and he went to a, a Giant Stadium and all that. I know, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, he's got over ten thousand baseballs, and and he's really promoted the the art of well, not art, but the activity of acquiring baseballs. You know, and uh, it, it's kind of brought a lot of kids out there to do it, which is cool. I mm-hmm. like to see that. Um, I'm not one of those guys who gets upset because the because it gets promoted to where crowds come out and get in your way. And it's just like everything else. I'm out there with you. You're out there with me. It's competition. If you get if you get a, if you beat me to a ball, so be it. Right. If you beat well, me to a ball, so be it. That's fine. Yeah, because you're all having fun. Like zombie, say hi to zombie because he said. Zombies in our chat room. He's talking. He says they need to make uh, baseball more family friendly, and it costs too much to take kids. But you go every day, so you must have some money to go. I don't know. How do you get in? Uh, I got a guy who a friend of mine who has several season tickets, and I, you know, it just comes from networking. You know, I just meet people out there, and I usually get tickets from him from you know anywhere from five to eleven bucks. And I have a, I have a method. You know, I park across the street from the stadium, so I don't pay anything for parking. Mm-hmm. After batting practice, when there's usually that 45 minute to an hour downtime, I go back to the car and I have my dinner, and once in a while a cold beer, and kind of just enjoy the, uh, the the memories and the balls I catch, and you know, gear up my bag for taking balls in and giving away to kids, and so that way I, I minimize the amount of money I spend at the stadium. Yeah. And uh, but is that is it, that it basically basically do you like enjoy like uh, catching baseballs at batting practice more than the game itself? Well, see, there's that's the thing about that is and that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I haven't caught a game ball yet, um, and and I'll be honest with you. Two days ago, I had one go right off the freaking palm of my glove and, and bounce right out, and it, I was right behind the dugout, and it was it was degrading, you know, to say the least, because I waited for that moment for years, but. <laughs> But here's the thing: if you want to catch home runs in a game, or if you want, you know, you have to decide what you want. If you're a foul ball kind of guy, or you, you know, where there's probably more of that than home runs every game, then you kind of wander up and down the sidelines there, you know, and the foul lines, and try to get in the area where the foul balls are really prevalent. If you want a home run ball, there's the only way to get a home run game ball. You got to be in home run territory. Right. And that's basically like. You just go there and hope it comes close to you. You know. What I where mean? are you so now? Where are you now? Yeah. Where are you now at the stadium? Where are you? I mean, like. I'm up but, on the. Go ahead. Well, well I, I, I'm up at the top level. I come. To, I come to see an usher who's a friend of mine, and uh, I always make. And that's another thing. I, I network myself. You got to. You know. You make friends with these ushers. You give them baseballs, and and you you talk to them, and they see you every day, and then next thing you know. You know, they start they start taking care of you, you know, get you right. a nice seat here and there, maybe get you into the Diamond Club. Right. So it, I always wander around pregame, and I make sure I say hello to everybody, and they get a kick out of it. And I had. Keep in touch. And, hey, but, hey, uh, okay, Tony, I had Ball Hawk Tony is our guest, and uh, Devo is his rival. We have, uh, like, I had season tickets. When Sosha took over the team in 2000, I bought season tickets. Okay, I had them like behind first base on the on the ground floor. I kept them all the way up until Artie Marino started raising the prices, and I said, and he wanted it early, and I said, I'm done. 
But, I mean, I had him for at least 10 years, and I went to all the World Series games in 2002. But, you know, I mean, I'm not sure. Where do you think the Angels are headed from here? Uh, you know, I, I, as much as I love the Angels and uh, I, I support them, um, I'm like any other fan. I can I, I have the right to be critical of them in, in certain areas I believe that need improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I totally respect the fact that they went out and got Mike Trout paid the money for him. That's great. Okay. And, you know, over the past few years, it seems to me like they've been going after kind of like guys towards the end of their big contracts. You know, you guys got like, like Albert Pujols. And then you got, um, you know, Albert Pujols, who was dominant over in, in St. Louis. St. Louis, right? And then he came, and then he came, and then you got guys like back in the day, like Mo Vaughn, who kind of came. <laughs> Mo Vaughn, yeah, yeah, what a bust! That was another one in like uh, Josh Hamilton. Oh, boo! But oh, and Hamilton. But I know one thing about Mo Vaughn. If I look back at the numbers that he put up, and, and I don't have them in front of me, but they were pretty decent. They were pretty decent. They weren't like a total bust. Yeah. So. He was he was almost worth what they were paying, and then now you got a guy like Upton, you know, who's at the end of his career, kind of uh, not the end, but you know what I'm saying. He's he's starting to regress a little bit, yeah. uh, baseball wise. And I really wish I really wish they'd start going after these younger players that come out on the market, and and try to like, you know, uh, set the tone for the organization in the sense that they're going to go get these guys. They're going to want people to come here because the angels are making moves and they're doing a lot of good things to improve the ball club. One thing I will say about the angels, and you might not agree with this. It almost seems like they have a curse when it comes to injuries, man. Over the years I've seen so many injuries to so many key players. And then you had a, you had the young man, Aiden Hart, who passed away a few years ago as a pitcher. Right. I mean, those things like that, when there's key players in your organization that, ha- that happens to, it really, really sets you back. You know, but yeah. I'm not too familiar with Artie Marino. I've never met him personally, but I'd like to see him spend a little bit more money on some on some young talent. I have a caller. His name is Mike the Engineer. Are you there, Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Mike, do you have any questions for, uh, you know, for Tony? I mean, Mike knows a little bit about it, and I, I would like to have Mike well, ask him. there, so yeah. Well, Mike Mike works. He's semi, he, he, he knows what's going on, but, but the thing is, like I had season tickets, and we're like, all, like you said, you're from the early '80s, right? So did you go to like '82 against the Brewers and the '86? Uh, you know when they like blew it versus Boston. Did you like go to those games? Yeah, I remember a lot of those games. I remember when the Brewers used to play in the AL there, and they used to come to Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, but um, you're right; they're cursed. I mean, they make dumb moves, they make stupid moves, and they're still doing stupid things. I don't know; I, I can't figure out. But the one thing in 2002, it all came together. And it was, it's probably like, I don't know. It's like the Cubs, the one year they won, and then now they're like, now they screw, screwed up again. I don't know what goes well, 2000, on. 2002 reminds me of a real baseball team. You know, that gritty, fiery, I'm going to beat you no matter what kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Working hard every day, not accepting a mediocrity. And that was just a fun season, a fun team to watch. And right. I, was, I was pretty cool to see them finally bring a championship to Anaheim. But you know that was a that it was all about mentality and mindset to me when it comes to baseball. You got to have that mentality. I mean, you, you take a look at the Dodgers. You know what I mean? These guys, these guys, they 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 perfect their craft. They spend time and they and they're competing against each other in a sense. 
you know, and, and they're, they're measuring themselves against each other and nobody else. And they just put in a lot of time. I go to bat, I go to a batting practice at Goddard Stadium. I see a whole different mentality in the way these guys are warming up and, and they're all involved. You know, and it, 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 I think that has a lot to do with it in Anaheim. And I'm not saying that to be negative, but they just want to – you've got to have that, mind, that I know what you're winning saying. mentality, that championship mentality to get there. I know. You, met, you me, said – that all starts with the manager. That's right. Like Gene Mock blew it. I mean, he should have left Mike Witt in, and they would have went to the World Series. I, I, like, that's what you just said. But, okay. Yeah, you, know, you know how baseball is. You, it, hindsight is always clear. No, man. And, like, I was at that game. <laughs> I was at the game, dude. I was there, and I, like, they had the horses and everything. Like, I, I go, man, Gene Mock sucks ass. That's what I say. But I don't care. He could, like, he, like, blew up for the Phillies, too, because he kept playing these, like, stupid, you know, like, uh, statistics and stuff. I don't know. And I don't believe in that, that statistics stuff either. I don't like that. Dodgers played it now. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and I, I agree with you. I think I often wonder if sometimes Dave Roberts even makes the lineup every day. He doesn't. No, somebody uh, up ahead makes it. He just, he's like a puppet. Yeah, I mean, it's all numbers on a piece of paper, and so far it's working out. Yeah. You know, I was wearing a doctor hat the other day, and some guy at the stadium, oh, oh you guys go to the World Series <laughs> twice and lose twice. And I told him, was that all you got on me now? Yeah, I'm a big yeah, baseball was, fan, and the most I mean, a lot of people on here don't want When you go to the World Series yeah. twice and lose, it's saying something. You know, See, I'm even than an average baseball fan, and so are you. Uh, you know how hard it is to play this game. And get dude, I saw go, I, so. in the seventies. I saw Nolan Ryan. I saw two of his no hitters as a kid, and there was only like five thousand people in the ballpark. I mean, I'm kidding you. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, dude. Nobody ever showed up in the seventies. It was like it was like, and Frank Tanana, man, he was hitting on chicks in the stands and like trying to get in their pussy. <laughs> I swear to God, he, he was trying to get in their pussy, and he's like. And like, hey, kid, just go away. I'm trying to like get some pussy. And I go, all right, I want. And I sat down. I didn't understand it at the time, but. And then I met Lyman Bostock before he got shot. And I mean, I mean, I remember because nobody was there. And yes. And then I don't know where it turned around. I'm not. I don't know. Let me think here. Well, you can tell me because you came up in the '80s, so you'll understand where it turned around. Well, baseball's always been in waves, as far as I remember. I mean, when I played in high school, I played Division Five baseball, and it was, it was some of the best baseball in the country. Uh-huh. And it was just starting to get hot, you know. And then, and then that was kind of kind of the time when all the new equipment started to get uh, modernized, and and, uh, and and players started, you know, actually working out and getting bigger and stronger. And then it went down for a while for several years during the '90s and like the early 2000s. And then this whole uh, it's crazy about baseball. For instance, I'll give you an example. This whole thing about launch angle and and all, all bat velocity and off foot. To me, I remember it all started. Josh, uh, um, oh god, what's his name that played for Toronto third base when he plays for Cleveland now? Um, he was the MVP. Oh wait, um, uh, Josh wait. Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Okay. I remember they did a bio on him like on ESPN or something, and it was it was about it was about that. Mm-hmm. He's like the first guy I ever remember talking about launch angle and 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 hitting the ball up in the air. You know, and I was like, when I was a kid, the coach told you you hit the ball, you hit the top half of the ball. That's what you, you hit top half of the ball. Now they don't do that. They hit the bottom half of the ball. They want the ball in the air more. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, well, and that, then to me, I think that that brought baseball back to where it was like an offensive thing where people, where dudes were like, yeah, I, I can hit home runs, I, and it made the game more exciting. People wanted to play it. People wanted to see it. They love home runs and they love. They love offense. Well, yeah, because they don't, they don't have steroids anymore. 
Well, I wouldn't say that, but um, <laughs> well, I would. I mean, you take a you, you, <laughs> you take a guy like Tommy Lastella, right? Yeah. I mean, what does this guy have? Less than twenty home run career home runs until this year. He's got twelve right now or thirteen. Well, okay, that's I another mean, good question for that I got to ask you. Why'd they lower the uh, right field like uh, fence? I mean, now, yeah, yeah. Why'd they lower it? Over at Anaheim. Yeah, they, they lowered the right field uh, outfield fence. I mean, so yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, the home run, the, the home run line is lower. Yeah. It is. They the did it. Now. That's another. That's another Artie Marino, like, uh, you know, like what do they call that? Uh, uh, Star Wars. What was it called? <laughs> yeah, Jedi mind. You know that's, that's Artie Marino's. That's Artie Marino's Jedi mind trick. <laughs> It's like, yeah, the, the wall's lower, right, you know? Well, I, I can think about a, a one thing offhand. I mean, you got a guy like Shohei Otani who comes here. That might get him a few more home runs here and there. But I watched Shohei Otani at batting practice, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, out of all the years I've ever been at Anaheim Stadium, there's only three guys I've seen hit the ball as far as him at batting practice. And that dude has some serious power. The only three guys I've seen hit, hit that far other than him is Aaron Judge, Joey Gallo and Big Poppy. These guys hit the ball. It's just different when he's hitting. It's different. I can't explain it. The guy hits moonshots. Right. Much farther than Trout or anybody else can ever hit. I've got some questions. I know, but I've got questions in my chat room. They're asking some questions of you, okay? Number one, Angel Stadium will be gone soon. They're going to Long Beach? Is that what they I will never be an Angel fan if they do that. No. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're staying. They're not. They're not going anywhere. That 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 whole idea is going to be tied up in the courts forever, and it's just not going to happen. You take a look at where Angel Stadium's at right now. You got five freeways within eye shot of this free of this stadium. There's people coming from all over Southern California to get there. You're gonna you're gonna isolate yourself down in the corner of Long Beach, and you're not gonna get the, you're not gonna get people wanting to buy season tickets over there. And you're gonna you're gonna lower your fan base. Of course, they're gonna make a smaller ballpark. People don't realize. Well, they may, but Angel Stadium's the fourth oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball right now. It's been around since yep. early '60s. '66. So <coughs> when I was born. When ball, I was born. It's a good ballpark, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it. If you take a look at their attendance numbers, why would they leave? They're in the top five, four, five or ten all the time. Yeah. So dis- what is it that people want? What do they want the Angels? Why is that move even being talked about? Well, they've had big issues with the city, and, and you know, Artie Marino wanted to do some uh, building around the stadium, and that didn't work out for him. So, to me, it's just like this big tug of war. Like, yeah. you know, who's going to get me what I want? What does he want? A, a stadium revamp? Does he want a, 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 a redo of the stadium? Does he want uh, improvements? But the way it's situated right now with the parking and everything, you can you can compare it to a place like Dodger Stadium, which is a nightmare to get to and out of. Mm-hmm. Why? And, and just because they're in the inner city is the reason why they got the fan base there. Everybody's within walking distance, you know. So I don't I don't really get this whole Anaheim to Long Beach thing. I don't. Uh, but you never know, man. Baseball's crazy. But if I, why they have a great attendance numbers, they're making money. I just don't know. I wouldn't know the uh, the motivation behind moving to Long Beach of all places. You know? it's, I think it's a ploy to like uh, try to get more money out of Anaheim. That's I think that's what it is. And Artie Marino, 
I think that it would be better. See, the only reason that the stadium is so nice is because Disney fixed it up. Because they had Dis- they had Mickey Mouse money. Now, see, Artie doesn't do anything, in my opinion. All he does is make stupid decisions. Now, that's what I think. And this is Trevor talking. Now, look, I have not... Yeah, I do have something against him. I would rather Mickey Mouse run the team than Artie Marino. And Gene Autry. Well, Gene Autry was something else. But, but Mickey Mouse did a good job with the stadium. He did. He fixed it up. He had plenty of money, right? And Artie just puts billboards all over the place. Yeah. He just puts yeah. billboards there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mickey Mouse you, money you wins. Often wonder, you often wonder what the motivation is for Artie Marino. Is he a businessman who's trying to make money? See, I call him Weekend at Bernie's. Have you ever seen that movie? Actually, we- I mean, you ever seen Weekend huh? at Bernie's? You ever seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? I do remember seeing it years ago, but I can't. I, it's like he has I those dark. He has crap. those dark glasses, and he just sits there. And he doesn't do anything. I don't know. It's like he's just like this guy that's like, he's like a statue with the dark glasses on. That's what <laughs> I. That's what I think he is. He doesn't do. It's like he's not energetic. He doesn't like. He, uh, I don't know. He's, I don't know. Whatever. Okay, keep going. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, but yeah, I often wonder what's what's the motivation, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't, like I said, I don't know him that well. I know, from what I know, he's a businessman who made his money in billboards. So, you know, uh, advertising and stuff like that is where he's going to make his money forever. You see him giving that up. And what a, what a perfect what a perfect avenue to go through, right, with Major League Baseball and, and, yeah. and, and the stadium. And, and, I would and, like, I would like and, for Zombie to talk to you right now. I really don't want to okay. put, I don't want Mike to be on. But Mike, can you put uh, Zombie on here? Because Zombie is like a really big baseball fan, and as far as the Dodgers, Zombie says it's all about money. But of course, I mean, yes. But in my opinion, baseball is baseball. I mean, Mike, well, you got a new, you got a new coach, and don't you think that they're gonna with the new coach that there's Brad Osmus has no personality either. Okay, well, if he wins a championship, are you gonna say still say that? I mean, he's ain't gonna win nothing. Don't you think that they got to bring? Look at their record. They got right. Ask ask Tony. Tony, you think they're gonna win the championship? I don't think so. All right. First, let me tell you this. I don't know why the hell they passed up Joe Girardi to go get Brad Ossels for a manager, and 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 I'm I'm talking about mentality again. I'm talking about a guy who's gonna come here and change the mentality of Anaheim. Everybody got on Mike Schultz because he was easy and easy going. You know what? That guy won a shitload of baseball games. Yeah, he lost a lot, but you don't manage for 20 years and win over 1,000 baseball games because you suck. And the, the one thing about – so let me get back to batting practice. La- the last several years I've been going, we get we get in at 5 o'clock. We get to see the last 30, 30 minutes, 40 minutes of Angels batting practice, right? Which was great because the kids get to see Mike Trout. They get to see Shohei. They get to see their boys warming up and hitting the ball. That's what the kids go there for. Well – Office comes in and he did a quote unquote study, right? I, there's an article out there. I, I, next time I see you, I'll try and give it to you. Mm-hmm. He figured out for some reason he figured out the Angels do more batting practice than anybody in Major League Baseball. So his theory, his process was, I don't want my guys hitting up until an hour and a half before the baseball game. I want them to have at least two hours plus the rest in between batting practice and the Angels and the, and the start of the ball game. Now for a guy like me and for kids who go there, that's a downer, man. Because it's not very often unless, you know, sometimes I'll go back to the players' parking lot and try to meet up with the guys. But these kids, these kids 
want to come to the baseball field and they want to see their angels to support them. And that goes back to the mentality I'm talking about. When the players are there for the fans and they appreciate the love and the respect, they want to do better. They want to try harder. And then it, it becomes more of a pride thing, like proud to be an angel fan. Yes. You know, and I think that's missing. You go to Dodger Stadium, there's some Dodger blue everywhere. And they love their Dodgers. I'm not saying angel fans don't. But the Dodgers make it accessible, and they have a mentality. And they have a mentality of winning baseball, not making mistakes. Of course, the analytic things drive me nuts because I'm right. a Dodger fan too. Been a Dodger fan for years. And, and you know, when I started the season, and when, when the season started and he was platooning Bellinger and stuff, I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, really? Just, you know, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Thank God Bellinger pretty much forced that platoon out of the picture for the season, mm-hmm. you know. But but the mentality still, I mean, hey, Bellinger, you're a great player, but you know what, I'm a, you're, you're going to play when I say you play, you know. And that makes that made him drive a little bit more. That made him want to be better. And I think that has a lot to do with how well he's doing right now. Prove me. Prove me. I'm gonna prove you wrong, Coach. I know, dude. You know, Tony. Everybody. Tony. I know. I know you. Ballhawk Tony is our guest. I know you because you are me. I mean, in a sense. I mean, we grew up in the in like the 70s and 80s, and I mean, in a sense, I know everything that you're saying because. But you you take it even further than I did. I mean, I I mean, but you're still like passionate about the Angels. Like, I don't know. I kind of lost interest after. Already took over the team, and that's my problem, I guess. I can't do, deal with it. Hey, you know what? I've been watching the Angels since I was just out of diapers, man. Yes. And, and you know what? It's real easy for baseball people. And mm-hmm. notice I didn't say fans. I get it. Because there's a difference. Yeah, there's I know. There's a difference. Baseball fans, they like to root for their team when everything's going well, man. Oh, right. yeah, they're great. I love this team. They're But when, she, when stuff goes wrong, very critical. They don't go to fall games. Everything's wrong. Oh, Dude, if there's ever a time a, a club needs you, it's when you're down. Yeah, some, you know, some of the best your, some of the best fans. The, I shouldn't say fans, but you, I know you said baseball people, but I'm just saying like uh, I love baseball for baseball, and, and that's what I like. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a baseball fan. I'm not gonna say a team fan. I'll just say I'm a baseball fan. That, is that fine? I don't Absolutely. care what team it is. I'm a, ba- a fan of baseball. Yep. Absolutely. That's it. And what I mean by baseball people is the people that get involved more than just coming to the game mm-hmm. in the third inning, having a beer, and then leaving at the seventh inning. I'm talking those about guys who spend time wanting to get near the players, bringing your son to the ballpark. That's you know, like dad can bring his son to the ballpark and have a great time, but. Nah. How about how do you, how do you think a kid would feel if he saw Mike Trout getting out of his truck before a ball game, like I see all the time? And then he and then you know what these kids see? You know what? Hey, these guys are, are people. Right. They're they're regular people. They got, they're talented, but they're they're human beings. You know. Yeah. But... Not a lot of people. How how cool is it for a kid to get an autograph from Mike Trout when he's not in uniform? Yeah, but I gotta say something, Tony. These these they're not as accessible as they were they were back in the seventies and eighties. I mean, back in those days, I mean, you could, you you could like just go up to them and they would just like they would sit there and talk to you all day long and like be like regular people. But today, now they're like they're like shut off from society because of the money and everything and where they could screw everything you know, up. I, I agree with you, and I don't know if it's money or what, man. And it drives me crazy because when I was a kid, I mean, I got like 
I got Gary Pettis and Rod Cruz autographed 200 times. You know, I mean, every right. day for a whole season. They've got they, they know they were just accessible. Now these days, these players, I don't know. I will say this though, as fans, fans are a little out of control with all this, especially when it comes to baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think people are fighting for diamonds that are getting thrown in the air. I've seen grown men knock little kids down. I've seen I've seen them snatch balls out of their hands when they're when they're getting them. That's what I mean. You come to the ballpark once a year or twice a year, and you're out of control, man. You're bugging these players. This, that, blah, 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 blah. They don't want that. I mean, after all, they are working. Yeah. See, Zombie you know, just says, to- Zombie just said they have a moral contract, like in their contracts. They have to be careful now. There's a lot of crazy people out there now. That's what you're we're getting at right now, right? Absolutely. And there's people that could, that want to hurt you. There's people that want to use your your signature to make money. There's people that actually just want to be flat out mean and yeah there's a liability there i mean if somebody punches a player and when he punches them back there's problems not to say that happens a lot but it can right you know and i don't know i, I feel for these guys sometimes because there's a lot of pressure dude the money they're, they're making themselves. i don't have no feelings for them the money they're making i have no feelings for them at all i mean like good or bad i mean that i like well yeah I understand the money part, but I can tell you right now, the Angels are going to make way more money off Mike Trout than they're paying him. And of course, and and, and the, the, the reason why I, that makes me mad is because if Mike Trout's making all this money for Artie Marino, why can't he keep the ticket prices at a reasonable level? Why can't he drop the beer prices? Why does everything keep going up if they're making more money? Who benefits from that? All the money he does. So the players deserve to get that. I don't. I'm not mad at them at all. I mean, if you had the chance to make $300 million in your life, you'd do it, right? You wouldn't feel bad about well, yeah, it. Yeah, but, but he's become the face of the ball team. I mean, he's the face for, like, the next 12 years or whatever it's going to be. It's like he's the face of the team now. So Absolutely. he's like he, they're paying him to be, like, uh, he, you know, like the, the Dos Equis dude. You know, he's like he's that guy. I mean, he's the guy who's going to be the face of the team. And he has to put well, up or shut thing. up. Huh? Here, here's the thing. When they were looking at how much they were going to pay him, they were not looking at how cool is he at batting practice, how great is he to the fans, how many people does he sign autographs for. They want him to win baseball games. Mm-hmm. They want numbers. Baseball is a numbers thing. It always has been. You look, you, 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 when you look at a roster on a piece of paper, there's no picture there. It's your name and your number and your numbers. So he's getting paid off, first of all, being a baseball player and winning baseball games. And being successful. Do you, That's but, what they're paying for. Okay, but do you think that they like, like Artie Marino, it, how many years has Trout been there? Like six, seven now? Yeah, something like that. Okay. It had to judge him to see about his morals and like, like who he is because, I mean, he wouldn't have like signed, like put Josh Hamilton to be the, you know, the, the head of the team. Okay, but now he believes that Trout's going to be like squeaky clean the rest of his life. Okay, is that what Artie Marino paid for? He's squeaky clean? That's what I think. He's paying for that. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing about that. I mean, again, he's held to a higher expectation because he's a baseball player and makes a million, $300 million. Mm-hmm. So he's a human being. He's not a human being. He can't make mistakes, right? And then everything's magnified for a guy like that. Right. I mean, if that guy pees his pants on an airplane, the whole world's going to know about it. Yeah, I did it. Nobody even know. Right. You know? So so there's that going for him, and that's a lot of pressure. But you, you, it, and, and you, and always, it's always a comparison to other athletes. You take a guy like Tiger Woods or 
or, or guys like that who, who screw up in life and, and things happen and then that's all of a sudden they're not allowed to do that. Like they're not allowed to be a human and make a mistake. Sure it was wrong. Sure it was wrong, but he's and he's getting billion dollars. But he's a human being. Oh man, man but his, his mistakes are gonna be magnified, right? Oh, anything he does wrong is gonna be magnified. And you know, that's what I like a guy like Trump, because I think he understands that. You know, and um, it just <laughs> to me to me I, I go back and I see, you know, like I look at his parents, you know, and the way they treat him now and the way they are now. And it just seems like, you know, uh, he was raised right and given the right tools to, to Tony, handle what he's having to deal with right now. Tony, so I got, you just hope for the best. You somebody's know? in the chat room. You got to let, let him make a mistake right. before, you, before, we, before we think he's going to, you know? Yeah. But I got a guy in the chat room. Just uh, like He's like, he's like uh, incognito, doesn't tell you his real name. He says, sports talk is boring as fuck. Dude, we're not talking about sports. We're talking about reality, dude. It's like in any industry, it could be like this. I mean, this, these people are stupid. They don't get it what we're talking about. Not, you know, any industry could be like this. There's always like an entertainment or whatever. Like, I don't care where you're talking about, right, Tony? You know, I, sports I mean, talk. I, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own opinion, and it, it may be boring for him. Uh, but you know, I, this is what this is how I would this is how I would explain. He says, "No, this out. guy says I'm leg humping you." What? Why are you bringing it up, Trevor? Because I want Tony well, to understand this you're, show. You're derailing, derailing the, the, No, I want I want Tony to understand what this show's about. This well, it's show. An interesting conversation until you brought this up. No, I'm not going to go any further. Okay. <sighs> I want I just want to tell Tony. There, again, you need see. Here's Mike, the engineer, trying to critique my interview. Here you go again, Mike. Then, then just do just do the interview yourself if you want to do that, Mike. Go ahead. No, I, I just, I, I know you're talking about with players and and the fans and okay. autographs because we do. See, see, this is Tony. This is the show. Yeah, I'm do. I'm not derailing the show. You are because you shouldn't have jumped in. Let me say my piece. But you we'll jump in it. and say I'm screwing the show up that I'm started. See, right, Tony? I mean, this is like Gene Mock pulling Mike Witt, and then they lose the game. Mike, you're doing the same thing. Right, Tony? You know what? Here's, here's, my, here, here's, here's the comment I'll make on that. Go ahead. And, yeah, you know, people want to be people. It's boring for people. I, I get it. Yeah. Especially baseball. I get it. And what I tell people who say that, you know, baseball is a thinking man's game. Yes. Constantly thinking, and a lot of people aren't thinkers. Yeah, you're are, right. They're, they're they're lazy, and they don't want to think. They don't want to, you know. And if you don't want to think, baseball's not for you. And in general, sports aren't for you. If you're just sitting there hoping something great's going to happen with it, with missing all the little stuff, well, then you're not getting it. And that's fine. It's sports isn't for everybody. But yeah. I'm not the type of guy who's going to say, "Oh, you sports ain't boring." Yeah, I agree with you. It is. And if you want to say it's boring, fine. That don't bother me. I'm not doing this interview to try to promote myself or or do anything and i bet you there's some people out there who are thinking damn i'd like to go to the ballpark and start ball hawking i'm gonna get some baseball too that sounds like a damn good time i didn't a lot of people might be like shit i didn't even know that was going on and i'm talking to you so, as a baseball fan because you and i have like run through the same circles and look the people that say this to me piss me off i tell you they, they make me mad because they don't understand the interaction, like as a kid, like what we went through and like what we, we didn't go through it. We wanted to go through it. We wanted to be part of something. 
and you are like you're like you're like uh, following through right now, and I like it. I think it's great. Well, hey man, the same guy who doesn't like baseball might be like, hey man, I'd like to meet freaking Beyonce and freaking you know make out with her, dude. Well, shit. The you, guy that the does, thing, I think. I like the, go ahead. I like I like meeting baseball players. So do I. And you know what? And you met Bobby like, Gritch. You met Bobby Gritch. I like. You know what? I talked to Bobby Gritch the other day. Mm-hmm. He's I, I, he comes almost every every day. Almost every day, and I talked to him because I was I'm a, I was on the board of directors in my little league, and he was our he was our uh, guest speaker two years ago, and I kind of you know got to know him a little bit, and now I see him at the ballpark, and I don't let him go by without saying hello. I used to watch that guy play baseball as a kid, man, and that guy's gracious and he's kind and he takes time to talk to you. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Where are you from? How'd you come last night? It's not just a high and bye, dude. And I, to I, me, that's what that's that's what I like. Dude, and you, I always thought if I ever had the chance to be a major league baseball player, wouldn't it be cool to be going down the line, give a knuckles to kids, high five, and taking pictures? Dude, who doesn't like that attention, man? Come on. That's yeah. Fun, you know. I, I'm. I've got the game but, on. I've got my. I've got the game on in the background. I've got the game on in the background. Uh, Minnesota, the Twinkies are playing with them tonight, right? They got to win one to like. Uh, it keeps keeping the, you know, like. Uh, the series they get well, like one out of t- one out of three but i don't know yeah i don't know it's just like mike the engineer do you have anything to ask uh ballpark or ballpark ball hawk tony i just um do you think i say with a new coach they bring a new culture do you think that's gonna result in a championship or at least getting into the playoffs i mean no do you think that Ask okay, Tony. Is, do you have a chance to get into the playoffs this year? That's Tony. I just uh, you know what? it's gonna be it's it's gonna be really tough, first of all, with the Astros in the division. You can just say goodbye to the uh, division title. That ain't gonna happen. Sure. The Astro the Astros yeah. did it right, like five years, ten years ago. They they built yeah. from the bottom up. They built from the bottom up. And, and as far as the culture, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, you think about a guy like Brad Offus and you really don't hear much about him. You know, and and mm-hmm. And he, uh, uh, what I want to see is, I, I thought I'd see a rejuvenation of everything, you know, the fans, the, maybe the, the colors around the stadium, like just a whole new culture, not just to add in the dugout, you know. But you hear this guy's interviews; they're real dry and they're real kind of blah. And and I don't see the players out there; I don't see them giving that, you know, extra uh, what I want to see. You know, you see a, a team like Boston coming to town, or heck, you know what? Even the Rangers last week, a couple weeks ago, and, and they're coming in. They're coming in Friday, I believe. The Rangers, man, those guys are out there getting after it, dude. It's just batting practice, but they're getting after it, man. Working out, paying attention. They look very organized, you know, and, and it just seems like they want to be there. They want to kick ass. Yeah. They do. They, but the Angels, the Angels are just kind of blah, you know what I mean? It's just, just kind of chill, man. Everything's kind of relaxed. And, you know, I want to see that fire, dude. I want to see some more bunting. I want to see some bunting on the ship. I want to see more base building. I want to see, I want to see all that, man. I know, I want but... To see, uh, I want to see pitchers get, you know, get to work themselves out of trouble once in a while. See, you know, I mean, this is play the game, let them play it out, you know. But I, I'm not knocking off this because I tell you what, he does a pretty. I mean, look, the start they had, and then the turnaround, right? That was pretty good. Then they went foul again, and now they're doing pretty good right now. So something's there. I know. Something's there. The game, the game's going to start any minute. Uh, are you going to stay for the game? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna stay for the game. Okay, I just see that they're coming on the field. Looks like what I'm looking up at the screen. Uh, 
Wait, is this a po is this a replay? It might be a rain. It's not raining though, because there was. I it did rain earlier. No, 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 no. You're there, but no. what's going on at I'm the not, stadium? I'm not, I, I, I went out. I'm not, I'm walking. I'm walking back from my car to the stadium because, like I said, you know, I I do my my, my dinner and everything mm -hmm. before the first pitch. Right. I save myself thirty, forty bucks a night, food and drinks. You know. So I usually come in right after the national anthem when everybody has a chance to sit down and I can find an open seat. So I'm still outside right now. But okay. I mean, everybody on this, everybody that listens, they don't understand baseball like we do. Uh, yeah, I don't even think Mike understands baseball like we do, right, Mike? Well, I'm learning. I just started working there since 2015, so I'm. See, Mike, the engineer. Forward. Do you want to tell him what you do? I work for AM830. Yeah, he he's like he's the engineer, right, one of the engineers for yeah. AM830. He's my. Well, if you've answered the phone, then we might have said hello before or something. Yeah. I work cool. on the microphone, so I, I don't necessarily. Well, I do some board op work, but just listening to you, this this interview has been really cool because it's given me a lot of insight. On, and then, on and see, Mike work. the engineer. You know what Mike the engineer does? He he actually he's like he works for AM830 and Terry Smith, and then he's like Terry Smith's like uh, monkey, okay? And he like does all of his dirty work. So so what Mike does is he moves his furniture out of his house. I did not. That's not true. That's my. I'm dude. just kidding. Okay, hold on a second. But see, no, I mean, that's funny, dude. I mean, you know why? Because we're Angel fans, and Terry Smith deserves respect, even though I don't think he's the greatest broadcaster in Angel history. And I'm going to ask Tony, who's the greatest broadcaster in Angel history? In Angel history, hmm. the greatest broadcaster of the the I radio mean, the radio broadcaster. I mean, being that I haven't really listened to a, ball, a lot of ball games on the radio, being here all the time, mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman that passed away before the guy who's there now was pretty, pretty good. I can't remember his name offhand. Uh, you know what I'm about? Yeah, I, oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh my God, for the the 2002, yeah, but that no, he's oh uh, Dick Enberg. Dick Enberg? No, no, uh, no. Uh, Cor uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, I want to say Corey. I, I, Corey something. I don't I probably know. Won't even, I probably won't even be able to remember. But, you know, these two guys that are doing it now are fine with me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, listen, I'm a Dodger. I was, I was a Dodger fan, too, as a kid. So I, there's only one guy I really care to listen to on baseball on the radio or TV. Yeah. And I know that. So everything else is just, you know, secondary. And another thing, too, I'm sure – I don't like to say I know more about baseball than people because I don't want people to think that I'm some baseball snob who knows everything. And believe you me, to know about baseball takes time and years and a lot of freaking remembering. I got your and name. You I got I, I, my name. Your name came into my head. It's Rory. Just, it was it was Rory Marcus. Rory Marcus. That's I it. He, he passed away. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah, he did pass away. Mm -hmm. So baseball, you know. It's like the other day, I'm watching baseball with my 12-year-old son, and we've we've done baseball since he was born, right? And I, it was just like when I was a kid. You know, he sees a player on the mound pitching, and he knows who that guy is because of his number, not because of the name. He didn't even have names on the back of the jersey. Oh, Dad, so-and-so's pitching. And I'm like, yep, he got it. See, he spent the time, and you take time, and it just comes to you. It's just naturally you start remembering stuff about baseball. and You know what I'm saying? Yep. It is. It's like it's like burning your brain when you're a kid. It's like you just keep like analyzing it. Like like I was a kid, I just sat there with my baseball cards, 
and just like memorize stats and like uh, like just called into these talk shows and everything. That's what I did, and I it was fun. I loved it, and I and I just I keep educating my educating myself on baseball. That's what I like to do, and and people well, think it's th- people think it's boring, but it's not. I mean, I don't sit around and watch porn like most of the people that watch that, that like listen to my show. All they do is sit around all day and watch porn on on internet. That's what they do. I don't do that. Yeah, I can't disagree with the fact, the statement that baseball is boring. I really can't. Because if you look at some of the players while, while they're sitting there, they're bored too sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. It's up to you as a player, right? I used to tell my kids that I coach. The downtime, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. You need to be thinking about what's going on, what's going to happen, what's the scenario, to keep yourself involved in the game. And as a fan, if you don't do that, it's definitely going to be boring for you. You know, you're looking at the girl next to you. Oh, that guy's got a hot wife or, you know, some guy's kissing on his girlfriend. You know, you pay attention to all the stupid shit that don't even matter. Right. If you really want to get into the game, you got to pay attention when the action's not going on. Because when you're watching the action, you can't even analyze that that's going on. It's too dang fast. So you just have to kind of anticipate and just be ready for any kind of scenario. Because you don't want to miss it, man. I know. A lot of times, uh, go ahead. I guess I'm boring then. I guess I'm boring. No, well, you know what they say: bored, easy, bored people are easily bored. But I don't believe that. Either, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Bo- true. Boring people are easily bored. I don't. I don't believe it, man. To each his own. You know what I mean? And like for me, it's different because I'm walking. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm expecting a baseball to come flying my way. So I'm watching every single pitch. I'm watching every single at bat. Sure, I'm watching the action. I'm thinking about what's going to happen. But that my main my main reason for being there at the ballpark is I want to get a baseball. Are you going to watch the game you tonight? Be attention. Are you going to watch the game tonight? I'm going to close the interview. But are you going to watch the game tonight at the stadium? Absolutely, I'll be there with section 126. Okay, but hold on. But you, do you have enough uh, juice in your phone to listen? Uh, give me your favorite song for a base. Give me your favorite baseball song, and I'll play it right now. Baseball song. I don't care. Give me any song you want to hear. And just do it. Because you like you were a good guest. Thank, thanks, Tony. Hey, I like Turn the Page, man. That's one of my favorite songs. Either by Metallica or whoever the other guys who sung it was. Bob Seger? Is it Seger? Yeah, That's Bob Seger. Yeah, Bob Seger. Yeah. You like the uh, you like yeah, the like Bob it. Seger version more than Metallica? I don't know, man. Metallica did a pretty darn good version of it. They're a good band, so I can't you know I, All right, let's well that's a long yeah. one. Uh, let's. Uh, you would pick Metallica over the original? No, I don't. I don't know, man. It'd be hard. If I had to be put on the spot, nah, probably not. But all right, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But this is the radio version of "Turn the Page" by Bob Seger. We had Tony, the ballpark hawk, and ball hawk Tony. And uh, thank you for coming on. And everybody enjoyed it, except for those people that don't like baseball, which I don't give a fuck. You like get the fuck out of here. I don't care if you don't like baseball, then I don't care about you, right, Tony? Hey man, <laughs> if, you, if you don't like if you don't like baseball, then we just go our separate ways. <laughs> okay, here you go. You can keep listening. Go ahead. Thanks, Tony. East of Omaha. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. You can listen to the engine moaning out his one note song. You can think about the woman or the girl you knew the night before. 
But your thoughts will soon be wandering The way they always do When you're riding 16 hours And there's nothing much to do And you don't feel much like riding You just wish the trip was through Hey, I got some development over here See, here I am on the road again There I am Up on the stage Here I go Playing star again There I go Turn the page Well, you walk into a restaurant Strung out from the road And you feel the eyes upon you As you're shaking off the cold You pretend it doesn't bother you But you just want to explode Most times you can't hear them talk other times you can't know the same old cliches Is that a woman or a man? And you always seem outnumbered You don't dare make a stand Here I am cigarette remembering what she said ah, here I am Here. Hey man, I got some breaking developments over here at the ballpark. It just says it's postponed on TV. Yeah, they just called it off. They're gonna play tomorrow. At 1 it's not even raining. Thunderstorm. I know. 
Huh. Is it lightning? Hazard of lightning. This is ridiculous. I'm sitting here and there ain't a damn cloud above me right now. There's no lightning. It's nice. It's like it's like perfectly beautiful. No, it's all coming your way. It was awesome earlier here, guys. It was it was hailing. And I had a poor dog in my lap, was like shivering like crazy. That's a hey, zombie. Introduce yourself to uh, Tony. Hi, Tony. My name is Zombie. My nickname is Zombie Wolf. And I How love. You doing, man? Nice to meet you. I, I love baseball. I have never caught a ball. Period. <laughs> yeah, but you've had balls thrown at you, though, right, Zombie? Yeah, I have. Okay. This is the stupidest thing. Why would you postpone a game when it's like perfectly clear outside? It makes no sense. It's awesome now, isn't it? It's it like is. It's beautiful. It's like the eye of the storm. They it's can really get two different. hours in no matter what. I mean, this is that political correctness bullshit. They do it all the time, like Cincinnati and all the other places, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like I was over at TJ's, right? And some girl goes, she's from Minnesota. It's a thunderstorm. And they go, are you kidding? You don't know what a storm is in California. It's like, there's no storm. I mean, like a few dr- a raindrops come on you. It's a big storm. Yeah, well, yeah. If, it's, if it's lightning, there's something to be aware of. I don't yeah. know. Come on, zombie. Quit being like. Just put a couple of homeless people up in the riverbed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like zap some homeless people. Zombie, you're horrible. Um I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad for Tony, uh, Ballhawk Tony, because now he has to go home and we have to entertain him. I don't know what we're going to do now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to stop off and get me a couple uh, soda pops somewhere, you know, and fill the time right for the evening. <laughs> with, yeah. the, with, the big, with the big head on top. Yeah. yeah. Oat soda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Justin Wilson used to say soda pop with a big head on top. Oh. Yeah, man, what a drag. What a drag. I mean, I knew they weren't going to hit today. I knew they weren't going to hit because it was raining at, when we were in line there. But I knew for – dude, the sun's shining on me right now, man. Do you Just, have to buy tickets no, to get in there that early um, to, to, now, to do that? Yeah, zombie's right. I would, lo- I, would, I, would, I would love to take my, my, my nephew or something like that to do that. That would that, – Oh, no. You just got to get there two hours before game time. And one oh, thing okay. that's cool about Dodgers, one thing that's cool about Dodger Stadium is they have a different policy over there. Yeah. If you're a season ticket, if you're a season ticket holder, you get to get in an hour before everybody else at batting practice. And I believe you can take one or two people with you. I used so, to take my used to take my goddaughter to to we used to go to Dodger Stadium, which had to go way way early, like you said, and 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 they would give you they would autograph the balls. If they saw a kid in the crowd, they knew what one was going to be sold or not. They would autograph it and toss it up to the kid. Like, you know, that that's oh, what yeah. baseball is all about. That's really, to me, what it's all about. That's it's right. Really, I just got a post. I just got a post in, in, like, in my chat room. It says that the reason the Angels postponed the game was to listen to uh, Ballpark Tony or Ballhawk Tony for, for Trevor's Happy Hour.com. It's 714-798-9806. Artie Marino's listening. And he postponed the game for our show. Thanks. Hey, Ballhawk Tony, you helped me. Like, well, I don't know if you won on this one, but you got you 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 were better than the game today. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, man. It's been fun though. It's pretty cool to find people I, who are I, interested. Ballhawk, have you ever been to a, to an indoor game? Uh, I was at the Astro. I was at to an indoor game. No, to an indoor game. I was at the Astrodome. Oh, I, I went to the Astrodome. Because I watched the Dodgers today at, at Tampa Bay. That 
that's gonna be weird. It's the, the environment's gonna be so different. Weird. It, I don't know. Yeah, I've never been to an indoor stadium either, man. I've been no, to all I, of them in California. No, no, no. I, no, no. I, I actually, I actually went to the Astrodome like uh, in the eighties, and uh, huh? Yeah, I, I, I went to games at the Astrodome uh, when I was like, in, I got out of high school, and I lived in Texas for like I don't know six months with my friend, my buddy Jeff, and uh, yeah, we went to the Astrodome. It's kind of weird though because they have like uh, people like crawling around at the top of the dome, like like doing work and stuff up there, like during the game. It's I don't know, it's weird. And the catwalks and stuff. Yeah, the catwalks. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, one thing's for sure: they they're not going to have what happened today happen. You're going to go to a baseball game and they're going to play. That's what dude, I guarantee you. It's, it's like, dude, yeah. the, the reason whatever they did today is stupidity. It's ridiculous. But it's got to be a different game. Okay, they're doing something, but what are they doing in um in um Colorado? Are they they're humidifying the balls and stuff like that? Is it a, like a test to to see if the if because of the dead the dry air that the balls are carrying further? Is it Colorado? You know, I, yeah, it's Colorado, and I don't know if that has something to do with the moisture or the high altitude. But you know, I did hear about baseballs this year. I don't know if you guys have noticed a lot of these pitchers are complaining about the seams this year and. uh they feel oh, like they're a little bit lower. They feel like they're a little bit lower than usual, and they're having a real hard time gripping the baseball. And, you know, baseball's not like it used to be. Uh, a ball gets an average of one to three pitches, and it's done. It's done. If yeah. it hits the ground and a ground ball, it's getting replaced. Yeah. You know, if it bounces in the dirt before the catcher gets it, it's getting replaced. So for a guy to get a, a pitcher who can get 20 to 30 new baseballs every other pitch, having to take time to rub it down and, and get that grip going, it just makes it harder. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I don't know if it's true, but I've no, heard that, a lot more that, about and it. No, that's, that's a big part of the game that nobody thinks about either. You know? We talk about the deflating the, of the football. There's a lot to go into baseballs. Because a, 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 a pitcher wants to scuff the ball. Right? Of course. And you take a, you think, think about it. I mean, the pitcher's, to me, the pitcher's always at the advantage. I mean, hitting a baseball coming at you, ain't it's not easy. And there's several different ways they can deliver deliver the ball to you. There's several different methods they can use as, as deception. And I think they're constantly, over the past few years, it seems to me like they're constantly trying to make it to where the batter has more success. I promised. Back, hey, in the day, back in the day, man, yeah. if you hit 275, you were, you were elite. If you hit 20 home runs, heck, you might have lead the league that year. Now, if you're not hitting 300, they ain't even looking twice. You know? And Yeah. It's just over the years, offensively, things have gotten better and better. I don't know if it's the bats or the balls or the fences. It's probably a combination of everything, but it seems to me like they're always trying to give the batter a, a little more advantage to try to keep up with the pitchers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But see, that, getting into that, like you were talking about doctoring the ball and everything, uh, I promise never to tell anybody this, but I'll tell you tonight because the Angels suck and they didn't like go on today. <laughs> I'm just telling you, no, it sucks. It sucks that they didn't go on today and it's perfect weather. I mean, this is ridiculous. I can't it's believe I've never. It's it doesn't matter. They can it doesn't matter. They can get this game in. I mean, yeah, I don't care. They can get all sloppy. They're not going to do it. No, it's, they should have had that already worked out. I mean, this it's like they're making millions of dollars. Storms, man, lightning. Mm-hmm. No, there's no hey, light. Man, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the a... aren't happy about it at all because they got to take off. Yeah. So, so, I don't know there's no out. lightning, Mike. Not to make up the game, won't they? Yeah. Mike, yeah. why do you why do you defend this bullshit, dude? You don't even know what you're talking. I know because, there's lightning. Yeah, and it's Trevor. 
It's an electrical storm. Look around Anaheim. You see any hills? No. Like a giant metal sign out there. I don't see nothing. I see it's like nice and quiet. You're holding up a golf club and go, come on. Yeah, there's golfers out. Look, I'm going to go down to the golf course down by my house, and there's people playing golf right now. Yeah, okay. Right, Tony? There's people There's people drinking. Scratching glass. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go interview oh, somebody. I'm, go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. If I had, a, if I had, a, if I had, a, in my opinion, the real reason why they they canceled this baseball game, because I was there and I saw that field. It was it was, it was puddles everywhere, and to me, I really believe their filters just didn't have it in them to get it ready, man. I don't That's believe true. in this. It's gonna rain. So well, I'm gonna tell you again, something. Then they're, they're not they're, they're not professional, hours, and they should fire. Tony, that's, they should they should true. fire all of their asses the field ground crew. It's that, like, that's true. You know, actually, um, it had been forecast for a long time, and that, that field manager should have been ready for it. He should have been ready it for it. It's a lightning storm. It's, uh, you can't be yeah. prepared for Dude, a lightning storm. It's you not need a lightning a, storm now. You is, need well, to give. It is. Trust me. You be quiet, Mike. Is. You're you're a you're a home homer. Okay. <laughs> you need to shut up, Mike. <laughs> Terry <laughs> Smith. Terry <laughs> Smith should have been on his knees with a straw sucking up the water, dude. I mean, that's what hey, I would do. I would tell Terry hey, Mike, Smith, get down Mike his hands Irving, and knees Irving and suck up that water so he can do the game. Can you call Irving when you get a chance? I will. But I, I want to tell Tony something. You know, between Terry Smith and uh, Roger Lodge, which one do you like better? I mean, I listen to Roger Lodge every day. I like Roger Lodge. He's pretty cool. Oh, you yeah? Know? I mean, uh He's a big self-promoter, which is funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I like I like uh, how he, he's, he's really into the angels, and he's and he's pretty engaging to the fans, you know? And I think guys like that can can bring people to the ballpark, really, or want them to go, you know? And uh, I, I like how he talks about his history at the ballpark, too, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I remember a lot of what he talks about, being there as a kid. And, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to have, because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he's, He's a true fan. He's been going to the ballpark for years. He's just lucky and fortunate enough to have a job working for him, talking about it. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he knows the experiences that he's uh, has gone through here. And, uh, you know, he's pretty cool. I've never got a chance to talk to him. He, he did a remote here earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. The guys were out there in front. But, uh, you know, I, was, I wasn't going to mess with him, you know, while he was you know, you know who there. You know who was, in, in or like, uh, engineer of the remote? The guy's on the phone right now. <laughs> Mike. That's cool, man. I bet that's yeah. a fun job, man. I don't Mike, know how Mike, person, tell, tell him what it's like cool. to do the remote with Roger Lodge. Tell him. It's fun. He's professional. He See, Mike, thing. Yeah. Mike, Mike is the engineer for the remote. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it is. It's a dream job. I mean, I, I, I'm completely honest. I mean, I got in because of the radio side, and I love the radio side, but to happen to be when I saw I got to see Angels the stadium and the field for the first time, it was I was in awe. I was like I was at Disneyland yeah. or something. It was just it was yeah. crazy. It was a really yeah. special moment. Yeah. And that, uh, that's I, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm, re- I'm a retired iron worker. I almost got killed on the job a few years back, and uh, fortunately, the good thing that's come out of it is I'm alive, number one. But now I have time to do what I want to do. You know, things like this and. Yeah. I always, I always thought it'd be cool to be somehow involved in in the radio side or the promotion side of Angel Stadium. You know, I mean, I thought, heck, man, we'll be cool. We'll be cool to walking around having the Angels hook me up with a backpack full of baseballs and walking around the game all game, just you know, yeah. hooking kids up with baseballs, maybe a ticket, talking about batting practice, and just get them to the ballpark, man. 
you know, get them there. I, I want to see kids at this ball party. Yeah. Tony, Tony, you sh- you should have been you should have been one of those girls that like shoots those things out of the uh, cannon up into the towels and stuff up <laughs> I, out of their I, guns. I, Remember I don't those? I children, but I <laughs> want to see more families at, at baseball games. I want to go back to the nice time where it was, where everybody was where, where conscientious about each other and having a good time about the game. And you know, the main reason why I come here, the main reason why I've got a, a love for baseball. Because my grandpa took me here when I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He didn't take me to Disneyland. He didn't take me to the park. He didn't take me to the beach. He took me to baseball games, man. It's your connection. And it just became a love. You just love it, man. Not only are there you there with your grandpa, because what's the first thing you do? What's the first thing my son does after he gets an autograph? He turns to me, and he shows it to me. Hey, Dad, yep. look what I got. Yeah. That's a connection he'll never forget. Yeah. And my boy's 12 years old, so he sees what I do. He caught a baseball the other day. You know what he did? Twelve-year-old kid, man. You know what he did? He turned around and gave it to a kid sitting behind him. That's, That's the way cool. to go. So he, That's the way to be. So at twelve years old, at twelve years old, he shares. He know he enjoys sharing the love of being at a ball game, man. And see that, and that's that, part of me, it. People that understand. may be prouder than, than than anything to see that him is gonna he's gonna share it. And when you share this stuff, man, it wouldn't be anything. You get you gotta get that, the kids involved. That's the whole big thing. You when you share that over to a, a young or my joy is here to you. That joy shared is fucking. You can't. Wow, I'm waxings about baseball. It's it's fantastic. It, it yeah. really is. I don't have children. I don't have children. And, or family, but when you go to a baseball game, it's like you know the, the joy of being there, the fu- the fun, and right. And I, I, don't, I like I, I don't dig I don't dig on the cursing and it's, it's swearing and carrying on. You know, hey, that's a great play. Even with the other team, that's a great play. You know, it's also it's like a connection between like the youth and the us old people too. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a, it's a connection. Tradition. I don't want the gain the change. It's a tradition that's passed down to each yeah. of us. It, it'll always remain the same. You know, if if they change to like electronic ball and strike carrying, wow, what what would that do to the game? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, you know, my whole thought process is, man, uh, and I don't want to generalize or I don't be negative, but as adults in this in this world we live in, man, we've kind of gotten away from the what's truly important, man, and it's these children that are in our lives or or in our community. You know, you want to you want these kids to go to college and you want them to be successful and upstanding citizens. Well, it don't start when they're in high school and college. That stuff starts when they're little kids. It starts at two years old. Kids. If you just want to let them grow up and do what they want to do, no, they need structure. They need love. They need, and we got to start molding them earlier, man, and and and, and just enjoy the process instead of expecting so many things from these kids, man. Expecting let them be kids. The expectations. Let them be kids. The I got twelve year old. You know what I mean? These, these coaches I coach with, and these guys, they want them to play like fifteen year old kids. And I told my, I tell my kids, you know what? The thing about baseball is really hard for parents. And I told this to my twelve year old team. The thing that's really hard, especially for your parents about baseball, is because, you know what? You don't see high school baseball on TV. You don't see college baseball very often on TV. What do they see? They see professional baseball. So they assume that's the way it's always supposed to be. Perfect, no mistakes, perfection. That's not baseball. Baseball is about a lot like life. You learn more from messing up than you do 
from doing well. And Try. you can't expect a 12-year-old kid. You can't have a grown man in charge of 12-year-old kids yelling at him because he missed a ground ball or a strikeout. Exactly. That's stupid to me because the other you're, you're gonna the kid's going to hate you and he's going to hate the game forever because it's hard enough. Baseball players, and you guys know this as baseball players, they're hard enough on themselves. They don't need the media to go jump in. They don't believe me. They don't go in the clubhouse after striking out three times, hitting 200, going, "Oh, screw it, I'm good." Nah, they want to win. They're making money, but they want to do well because baseball—that's what you want to do. It's got a what, 75 plus percent failure rate to it in every facet, offense, defense. Dude, it's hard enough, man. And this, to me, this whole thing and the journey I've been on my life and having time to do this and giving these kids baseballs—I've had parents tell me oh god we just came from montana never been to a game i got moms crying and happy and kids are just stoked the kid i gave the ball to the other night he turned around 20 times the whole game looking at me just happy like that right there because you know what he's gonna say my first baseball some dude just gave it to me man right like yeah some dude just gave it to me because he saw i didn't have one man so then maybe he'll do that later on or he'll take his son I remember, I want to tell you, hey, Tony, I, I want to tell you a story about me, but, like, back when I was, like, uh, I'd say, like, 12 years old, I mean, I had your same, like, instinct, you know what I'm talking about, because there was this kid that came over from England, and he lived, like, for, like, the summer, and he didn't know anything about baseball, so we played over the line, and, like, you know, like on the, and, like, all the kids around the town, and, like, in our, on our area, and, uh, he didn't know anything about it, and we like we like brought him into the game, and he played, and he learned. And when he was going back to England, I gave him my baseball glove, and I said, "You can have it." He goes, "Really?" And it was like, and I was like twelve, and I, I said, "Yeah, take it with you." And you know what, huh? Trevor? I learned more about sports from my uncle when I lived in England. He took me to soccer matches. I was horrible at baseball, but he took me to soccer matches. Well, no, but the guy, the, the kid, the kid, he, like he the same thing. I got to enjoy the spirit of the game. He told me about the sportsmanship and why this and why that. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the kid, he like, we, we like brought him into our world. And I, I mean, I felt bad because he goes, he didn't want to go home, but he went back and I gave him my glove and I said, you can have it. And he probably, and he was like really, really happy. So that, I don't know. That's what baseball is. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shine, 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 shine. Baseballs make people happy. Mm-hmm. Those aren't easy to get. You could go buy one on eBay, but what's that going to do for you? You know, you, when you look at a baseball, like, like for instance, when Chiro was here a couple years ago, you know, Oakland was using the commemorative baseballs. And I always wanted to catch the home run off him, batting practice or not, man. And I did. And mm-hmm. I don't keep a lot of baseballs. I give them away, but I kept that one. So when I look at that ball on my shelf, I see that 40-year commemorative stamp on there. I think about the whole damn day. I think about how yeah. I caught one from from uh, one of the best players that ever lived, and how much how great he was to the kids, and where I caught it, how I caught it, and the whole experience, man. It, it, it brings back a good memory, man. You know, and I hate I'm I'm with you, man. I hate people to say that's boring. Uh, hey, what do you like to do? I like to go to baseball games. That's boring. You know what? What do you like to do? I like to read. Well, that's stupid. Why do you want to knock down what somebody's doing? I watched last after, night. After I watched. I, I know. Last night, the uh, guy caught a home run at, at the Angels game. Gave it to the kid. The kid was amazed at it. One of the guys in skimmer hats came up to the wall, and it said, "Was so and so's first home run as as a major leaguer." The kid gives the ball back and says, "Yeah, here, take it back to the skimmer." 
And the skimmer comes running back and gives the autograph off from, from the guy who just hit it. That was last night. That's awesome. That That's the beauty of the game. And, and you know what? And the, you have people like, there's a fireman that listens to our show. Uh, his name, okay, Tony. And he, he yeah. says, he goes, and you wonder why Trevor's Happy Hour doesn't have any listeners. It's more than baseball. But it's, it's more like, than baseball. no, it's this, guy, it's, this guy, it's, it's this guy, this guy, this guy, this fireman, he's like, he has, he hates kids. He hates baseball. He hates sports. He hates everything. And he hates everything well, that we're talking you, about. And you know what? Let me ask you. Is this fireman listening right now? Yes, he's listening. He, he keeps saying this whole thing well, sucks. It ain't, that, it ain't that bad, man. It ain't that bad, man. Yeah, he's listening. What? Oh, you got nothing better to do? This is so bad, you got nothing better to do? <laughs> See, you're right. I don't want to get that. He's waiting to give me mouth to mouth resuscitation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of professional assholes out there, man. You know what? You just gotta let it be. Just, just I, I, I know. Sucked into it. And then, and then now he's like he's den- he's denying that who he is. He says, "I'm not the fireman." See, this is this is the guy. Well, even if he okay. isn't the fire, whoever it is, whoever okay, it is, that doesn't okay, like us. It's dumb. okay though. It's okay. You know what? You don't have to like us. But and if, it, and if it's Dubs, we're gonna play your song later on, right? No, it's not Dubs. Just do just do me a favor. That that dude can do me a favor. If you ever see me at Anaheim Stadium, don't 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 talk to me. Just leave me alone. <laughs> That's where you're gonna feel, man. He's gonna walk up there. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm but, not. But I tell you what. But yeah. I tell you what. If he brings his Garrett Rankin, I'll still give him a baseball. Hey, by the way, Tony, I was that asshole in the chat. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing good, man. Uh, play the you ball. know, life's too serious. Life's too serious, man. You gotta, you know what I mean? Everybody loosening up. It's a good time. It's fun. That's what, it's hard that's to do, but. That's what baseball. And that's Trevor's happy hour. We're loosening up, and we got assholes in the chat room. I love baseball. I love even get most crass asshole like I am now. But if he swears, and you say the F word, you turn around and see a child, you go, "Oops, I'm sorry." You go, it's it's just like a you know. I was I I was walking down to the bar. It's like the field of dreams. Yeah, yeah. I was really is. I was walking down to the bar today. I walked like a mile and a half down to the bar, right? Because I, it, it's like I need to get out and get some exercise. So then I'm walking down the street, and this kid, this little Chinese kid with a violin, and he's coming back from school. And I, I go, I, in my mind, I was thinking this. Okay, like, see, I have nothing. Like, I like I like kids, okay? If they're, as long as they're cool to me. So Imagine what he's going through carrying a violin. He was carrying a violin, okay. So I'm walking past him, and I go, I just like, I just like, I like winked at him. I winked at him. I like winked at him, and I go, I don't know. I just like, I like, I nodded, like hi, and he's like, hi, and and he's like, he was kind of like, he was kind of like, he was kind of zombie ish. He was like, oh hi, he didn't know, but then, but you know what? You know what? He was, he was, yeah. I got a question for Mike. Man, is he there? Yeah, Mike here. Yeah. Hey, um, what do you think about, I mean, you think uh, Roger Lodge would be up to, like, doing a, a, a little section of his show from the outfield one day and just kind of like, I mean, I well, know yeah. he knows people are out there catching baseballs yeah. and stuff, well, but just kind of like, you know. I could bring it be out up. there and hang out. I'd bring it up to Alex, who's a promotions, they work in the promotions. I think she's a promotions director. He, she would be the one that would, I could find out. Um I know that he's out there for the Halo Honks, Halo Honk Nights. Yeah, yeah. So I think we have yeah, like five is. of them a year or something like that. And we usually, 
where we've done them in the past have been up at the skybox like last season i think we did a couple of remotes from there uh but they did discuss different locations around the stadium where uh they wanted to do it um i think we might be doing one at the music garden um i think the closest to the outfield would be i want to say that archer is it saint archer um i think it's on the club level up by saint archer's up there there's like a like a restaurant i guess bar yeah um that would that, that be one. the old the old knot hole club they used to call it the knot hole club right there in the view is it the view level yeah it's got a view level um and there's also we also do by the the, the course patio by the rocks um, oh, okay we've yeah. done we bring out the 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 espn desk so i don't yeah i'll definitely bring it up for sure um like i say i can ask roger um Sometimes he comes in the studio to do a show because a lot of times every day he usually does a show from his house in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, see, Roger oh, Lodge okay. doesn't even come to the stadium. Well, that's that's cool, man. I mean, it's, you got it like that, bro. That's good stuff, man. Shoot, that's right. Who, want, who doesn't want to work from home? Dude, you know what? I <laughs> yeah. Look, do you remember me? Do you, uh, this is Trevor, Trevor's happy hour. I invented the rally monkey. And I never got paid dime one. I didn't get paid anything. I invented it, and then they stole it from me. They stole the rally monkey. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hold back my comments about the rally monkey. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that, man. I got you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I kind of like the horse dude now, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel sorry I mean, for. I feel really sorry. Like monkeys, man, I thought they were cool, but I don't know, man. It's kind of, that nightmares and stuff. You know, I mean, I want to get into it, but I've got nightmares and stuff. Rally boy. <laughs> All right, you guys can no, like. But, no, go but ahead. Like I was saying earlier, man. If there was some way, like I would really like to see the angels cater to the kids more and yeah. take them to the ballpark early, early. You know, that's and right. that would be cool with me because that, like I said, that's going to start a whole new wave, a whole new generation of kids mm-hmm. wanting to come to this ballpark. And, and But, you know, what? the bummer part of it is the Angels. And I think this is, I've heard from, again, all you guys out there who How are about kids in street? How about under Who, who like baseball and catching baseball? No, you know what? Is that, that, I know what you're saying. MikeGameBalls.com. Mike not MikeGameBalls.com. Be quiet. I got to say, I'm going to tell you something. When I was a kid in the 70s, you know what Gene Autry did? And KTLA Channel Five, uh, you could become a junior angel, okay? But you had to like mail in five dollars, and uh, you would get a hat. You would get uh, a little card that says you're a junior angel, and you would get twenty games, okay, for fifty cents a piece. Or it was like that was like even less than that. But and then they would punch the card, and you get twenty games out of the year. I mean, now that's what they should do. And like, let the kids get to become a junior angel. That's what they did to me, and I, I still have the cards, and I punched them. Something you know, like twenty games or work. five bucks. Where it's cheaper to take your kid to the ball game. I mean, they were they were like they were like in the like. It should not. It should not cost a hundred bucks to take you and one child to the ball game. It should not cost that much. I'd rather pay twenty five dollars more and go to Disneyland. It, you know, it doesn't have to cost that much, dude. You look at the rules. You can bring in a freaking pizza if you want. You can bring in a bag full of El Pollo Loco chicken. Really? You don't got to yeah. go there and buy freaking messed up nachos and have 
Really? You can do all that. You just got to be smart about it. Oh, I see. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know you could bring a picnic picnic basket in. That that's. I brought I brought in an El Pollo Loco chicken dinner for six one time. Oh, well, I, I, I brought mean, in, two I bags. Brought, I bought in 15 one Dude, you can even bring in a... Once. Hold on, no, but you can even bring in a pill bottle full of joints. I mean, you can do this. I mean, there's no problem. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't, don't know anything about that, but that's all, that's all good. You just can't smoke them. <laughs> but you yeah, can't... You tried to bring in a six-pack of Coronas. I used Glass to bottles. That's what we used to go. We used to, them in line. <laughs> we used to go way up to uh, up the top of the A, right at the very A. That's right. And and, and buff away. But you know, there's no kids around. We don't just you know, all the skimmer hats were way down at the bottom. <laughs> hey bro, you remember when we were kids? I go to the game, the guy next to me would fire up a cigarette, man. I mean smoke it right oh, there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, they weren't rules like they are now. Uh oh, I I I was a three pack of Marlboro back day back in those. But you know, if it bothered somebody, I'd move. Could that, you know, that's that's what you do. Oh, I'm sorry, if it's bothering you, I'll move. Yeah, (laughs) no, I'll put it out. This all this all smokes cigarettes at the entrance. So I think I think what we what we have to like focus on is Roger Lodge doing a, a segment on uh, Ballpark uh, Tony or I keep calling you Ballpark Ballhawk. Um, yeah, we should do a segment about you. Yeah, you know, honestly, man, I don't want. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I'm not into. I'm not into trying to get famous off this. No, no. How about how about Devo? What? what? How about you and Devo? Uh, Devo, Devo's even worse than me, man. He ain't got no social media. He don't. He, I barely get texts. Yeah. Give it go to for that. Give it go to. Give it go to the A club. I like going to um, I like going to the Sixty Six Stadium out in San Bernardino, and uh, and uh, Bancho Cooper. You'll be out there. To the. Wow. You're talking about the Quakes, the Quakes, right? The A ball places, yeah. Yeah. Kendra Morales got started out there. I was when he. I was there when he came up. That's, that's why I thought. It was affordable baseball. You could you can go see a baseball game at yeah. you know a two dollar beer. Yeah, but you dude zombie, you only went there because you could smoke weed, and then we get away with it. That's what. That's no, the only cheap. reason you I went there. I could see a baseball game for cheap. I could afford to see a goddamn baseball game. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but like, see, zombie, zombie's the the pothead of the show. Okay, go ahead. Twelve dollar beers. Come on, oh, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Twelve dollar beers, five dollar hot dogs. You know, hey Irving. Hey, hey Irving. Tony's on the line. Hey Zombie, hold on. Irving, what do you have to say? Did you listen to any of this interview? Whole thing. <laughs> okay, okay, Tony. We got a guy named Irving that called in. Listen to this guy. Hold Ir- on. Irving, the Indian boy. He's the Indian boy. He's out in the and like out in the boondocks, out in the Riverside County somewhere. He's lucky to be alive after this fucking hailstorm. But but ask Tony. I mean, we didn't get any hail up here. No, I don't care about one. that, Irving. I don't want. I want you to ask Tony a question. Do you have any questions at all? I, I apologize. Uh, if you listen to the I, interview, maybe you have something to say. I did. Give him a break. Well, no, I think it's pretty cool what he does. Do I have any questions? Not really. I could just, you know, I could comment, and I, I think it's pretty. Can cool you, what can he you does tell and... Tony what he needs to do better? I mean, can you like give him advice how to like do things better? 
I mean, go ahead. Catch more balls, dude. Catch more balls. <laughs> <laughs> See? This this is Irving. Irving's going to tell you what to do that you don't do already. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Irving. Hey, I'm always open to any and all advice, man. So I'll take them all. It's all good. <laughs> Irving's the, uh, he's the he's resident uh, know-it-all. Oh, gotcha. There you uh, see. I can't. I can't no. compete with that. Then. Uh, That's should have worried. It's like well, we're just kidding with him. But but see, okay. <laughs> well, Ir- Irving uh, yeah, comes he in. Is. He'll tell everybody what to do. <laughs> I like we play around on the show. Come on, Tony. It's like we're. I know. I know. I shouldn't do what I do, but this is my show. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I don't matter what people. Hey. You know, my, my theory is, what does it matter what people think, man? That's right. I really don't care, dude. I'm the terror. Well, like <laughs> Believe you me, there's a plenty of space. You don't even need to come near me. You don't need to listen to me. And this was kind of cool for me because I've never, I've never, you know, I, I'm like I said, I'm not in, into being famous or anything like that. Dude. Uh, mm-hmm. But the the topic, the, the one thing I liked about it is talking about how we get kids to the ballpark, man. And you've yeah. got to tap those resources that have resources. Roger Lodge is a perfect example. I know he does great with that Halo Hawk night, man. I know it brings a lot of people to the ballpark. People dig it, dude. Oh, you're you're, like that, you're like hooked it. up. You're hooked like up with the right guy, Mike. The engineer can like help you. You're hooked uh, up with him. He don't need my help, man. Those guys got no, no, no. Right. But but right, no, no. But Mike could like pass the word along. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah, relay it. If he does, sure. if he does, that'd be cool because I know there's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Like when I bring my boy and his three my, his three friends to the ballpark, they're in the car with me. They they know who Roger Lodge is. It, we, that's who we listen to on the way of the game. So uh, for them to meet him, it's just like anybody else that's famous. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, this Roger, that's the guy here on the radio. Right on, cool. So that might bring people out. And then I like I like how he always talks about how his, you know his dad take him to the ballpark, and because that's what you really want to see. And moms too, you know what I mean. You don't you want to see the parents and families coming to the ballpark for whatever right. reason. And I'm not, on, a, on a side note, I haven't seen a stick of lightning in the last hour. Right I now, told you so this was the stupidest thing I'm I've not ever going seen. There with that, I do see some crazy clouds coming in though. So maybe by the eighth inning there might have been a strike or two, but I don't know. I don't think so. But we'll leave that alone, I guess. It's a bad. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow at twelve for batting practice or for eleven at batting practice. So it's all good. Oh, really? It's, it's, they they postpone it till tomorrow at eleven, or like? No, the game's at one o'clock, but they open the front gate by the big angel hat uh, mm-hmm. two hours before game time. So, Mike, hey Mike, do you have to work tomorrow? Yes, I do. So you'll be there for the game. The postponed uh, the postponed yeah, game because today yesterday or to, uh, wait tomorrow was a day off. Yeah, it was supposed to be a day off tomorrow for the Halos. Yeah. So Mike's gonna be and there. And I'm assuming for the Twins too, since they rescheduled it tomorrow. But they probably would have traveled tonight, got somewhere, get a good night's sleep. But that ain't happening. Mike, we're gonna give out free tickets to anybody that listens to Trevor's Happy Hour at seven one four seven nine eight nine eight zero six. Compliments of the Angels baseball team. Mike, can you do it? What? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Behind, behind home plate. Behind oh, home plate, because nobody's going to be there because they didn't expect it to be rescheduled. Bring your own golf. Hey, man, I, bring your own golf. Never, <laughs> I've never been to the Don Julio club, but I'm pretty sure that I've heard that's cool. I and buy, Mike, Mike will buy everybody tequila yeah. shots. Oh, oh, <laughs> worst, worst place I ever sat was behind the Bud Wart, the, 
got the Budweiser Pavilion. God. Wait a minute. That was you with you, Trevor. Yeah. The Budweiser Pavilion. That's oh, man. Mike the Engineer took us again that time. No, you sat us there. <laughs> well, the, the, I don't know. The, the, the zombie quit causing trouble. Uh, Irving. Yeah. You know, I'm a Bud man. <laughs> you know what? In, the, in England, when you keep shagging baseball balls, is, and, shagging and, balls? Yeah. If you get shagged, <laughs> you get fucked. Yeah, that's gay, man. You, know, you idiot. <laughs> Shut up. Those shagging balls. <laughs> no, now we're getting crazy over here. We're getting shag- crazy on the show now. <laughs> or you got a shag? Or you got a shag haircut? <laughs> that was a, that was a, what? What's a David yeah. Cassidy from? Hey, 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 hey! Hold on a second. Hey, hey, like ball, uh, ball, ball hawk Tony. Ball we have to say ball sack. Ball, <laughs> ball sack Tony. Hey, you know we've got, we've got our resident hooker. We have our resident. <laughs> Hookers, and we have our resident strippers coming in like as and soon. Then he hung up on you. He did. <laughs> no, no, no. But we have we have like strippers and hookers that come on this show at late at night. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Well, strippers anyway. Uh, strippers like with, with like fake boobs. Ex strippers with one leaky boob. <laughs> yeah, okay, really, that's what you, that's what all that comes with being in the little radio scene right there. Dang, that's pretty cool, man. It does. It does come with that. Yeah. But see, oh, but see, we God. on this show we can like say whatever we want. So well, you, know, you, need in, you need an intern or something? I can scoop well, up a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I um, I I I bought all of the fluorescent tubes from from Home Depot, and I'm huffing all the ballast. Hmm. Uh, I think there's mercury oxide in that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're getting out of control. <coughs> All right. Well, you know what? We did a great interview, so we're gonna put your interview up. Uh, but this is before 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 we get crazy. After like the the rest of this will be uh, audios. We're not gonna like put it up, okay? But we'll put this up on the on the website about you like shagging balls. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> No worries, man. That's what I do. He's shagging balls. Uh, it's not shagging balls. It's shagging baseballs. Uh, Zombie's going to have a heart attack. Uh, Tony, I love to meet you. That's a really, really fantastic time. He's a cool... Yeah. Tony's awesome, man. A really, really hey, nice thanks, time. Man. Yeah. Really nice hey, time. hey, man. It's been a good time, dude. I, I appreciate people who love baseball as much as I do, man. That's good stuff. All right. Well... Go back to your family, and uh, hope, hope, hopefully lightning doesn't strike you tonight. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got my only family, I, only family I'm going to see right now is my, my, my uncle Tom Collins. We're going to hang out for a couple hours. Oh, All right. Right on. All right, perfect. And don't get hit by, like I said, don't get hit by lightning. Is, is that vodka or gin? <laughs> oh, Always gin, bro. Always gin, man. Uh oh, zombies gin and all juice, over it, man. You know. Hey, you know what? We should all hang out, beach, dude. So dude, gin and juice. that's why hey. Tom Collins is gin, vodka Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, zombie, when yeah. you come, zombie, when right. you come down here, when you guys come down here, we should like hang out with like Tony. Like, hey, we'll, we'll all hang out at the bar and we'll like have fun. Are you up for it? Yeah. Tony, are you up for it? 
if you guys got some girls to bring with you, that'd be cool too. You know, what I mean? yeah, we got some. Well, we'll, we'll find them. Go, oh, forget. Yeah, good luck with that. One. But I don't mind. I don't no, mind no. Shooting the I, 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 I know what. I know what. I know a barbecue place at Eden's. Uh, Eden's oh. barbecue. Oh, he wasn't going to Eden's at Fullerton. No, Eden's Eden barbecue. Huh? Eaton's barbecue. What are you talking about? Yeah, you go in the behind the dumpster and in the back where the girl is smoking. <laughs> you idiot! Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I heard it. a lot of good things. I heard a lot of good things happen behind the dumpsters. Man. I don't know. I've never experienced it myself, but I don't know. They always smell like piss to me. Uh, it, they don't really blow. It's not really a blow. Yeah. Zombie, you scared him away. He's gonna hang up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm huffing mercury. Oh, since now I gotta get up early tomorrow, man. The game's at one o'clock. Shit, man. I gotta freaking get up at like ten o'clock in the morning. What's that all about? All right, well, wait, wait, wait. Say, hey, Mike, the engineer, just say hi to him at the game tomorrow. Yeah, if I, I'd love, yeah, if I see him at the uh, Hill oh. Honk, or if I, yeah, I'll definitely say hi because I think it's. it's well, how is he going to know? Oh, wait, hey, Tony, how's he? How's Mike going to know you when he's working? He's working tomorrow. Uh, uh, Mike, oh, the, the baseball Mike, glove. Mike Moonham. So you guys, have you guys, you guys, you guys ever watched Duck Dynasty? Yeah. You know who Willie know. is, right? Yeah. I'm a skinnier version of Willie. You can't fucking miss me. There ain't a bunch of other. There ain't nobody fucking as ugly as my ass out there catching baseball. You got, you got a big old beard. Oh yeah, long hair, beard. Can't miss me, dude. Okay, Mike. I'll be first in line too at four o'clock. Hey, are you gonna have your cell phone? So are you now? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Tony and I are actually the only long hairs on the show. I think so. I feel good about that. You guys both have butt hair around your mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zombie. <Asshole. laughs> you, you horrible person. <laughs> Hey, man, you know the cool thing about it, dude, is when chicks really love that hair rubbing on the inside of their leg, man. I mean, that goes a long way. It's pretty cool. No, no, no. Five tickler. No, no. I, I, I've come to learn when they push you away, it means they don't like it. Hey, bro, I'm 47 years old, man. A lot of guys my age don't even have hair to grow or beards to grow, so I'm cool with that, man. Right on. Right on. <laughs> hey, but, but hey, hey, Tony, 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 real mustache. Tony, Tony, real quick, Tony, real quick. If you gotta go, but I just want to tell you something. Like, you gave me your cell phone number. So, like, would you mind if Mike like met you tomorrow, like at the game? I mean, would that be a bad thing? I'm off at two. Well. No, it's like <laughs> I'll, give him, I'll give him your number. He'll, he'll be wearing the, the rainbow he'll flag lapel. He'll be wearing. He'll be has he has, Mike has Mike the engineer. Mike, Mike the engineer has these mutton chops, and he wears like he wears he wears like this like uh, England hat, like a golf cap. Okay, like you can, like you and him can hook up and like have fun. <laughs> I'm not hey, joking. You know, I, I don't, I don't but, speak anybody out when I go there. Uh, but you know, I'll, you know where I'll be. Okay. <laughs> I know the, I know the man. I know the man's busy working, so he don't have time for playing. He, no, no, no. He, he, he has, of, dude. Mike, the engineer, has time for you. I know. Yeah. Trevor, shut up, okay? Mike, just be quiet. And he's a duck fan too. He likes the ducks. He likes the ducks. He likes the ducks too. Yeah, I know. That's another problem. 
Well, you don't even like hockey, so shut up. Let's see. What's hockey? <laughs> yeah, what is hockey? That's a communist. I, I like it. I like hockey is hockey's a communist sport. No, it's not. I liked it back when they had two blue lines. Whatever. Whatever you think. Okay. Well, I say that Mike should hook up with uh, Tony, well, I see, Tony I tomorrow. Say hi and talk to him. Yeah, just talk to him. And don't look. This isn't some gay show or nothing. Don't worry about that. Well, I can't believe we've done almost two hours. That's fine. I'm pretty sure I'll see Roger out there on a remote sometime in the near future. I'll, okay. I'll cruise by and see what's up. All right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're going to be doing them. Cool. I mean, it's, we just, we're waiting for the schedule to come out. I know Roger will be doing a few, so. Okay. You know. Well, okay. I'm glad I made a connection between Mike and, and Tony. That that that's what I, the engineer. You know what? That's nice. I like doing that. That's and, pretty cool guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. What do you want to do, Tony? You need to go do your thing. Who me? Yeah, because Irv, Irving wants to take over the show. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm Whatever this kind of whatever this happens, I, I get angry for a while. I really mm. wanted to watch baseball game night. I know, you but know, hey, Mike, Mike, it's still beautiful weather. Look at the clouds; they're so beautiful. I'm looking up at the sky right now from my sliding glass door. It's beautiful out right now. How about if you um, play a, a song right now? Ichigo Park. It's so beautiful. I don't know. By Mike. who? What? Small faces. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 Mike. What do you want to play now? What do I want to play? Not you. So beautiful. What I, I should ask me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to do. I want Mike to serenade Tony with a song. Okay. Go I'm ahead not, and give me. All right. Hey, get, get, get your guitar, Mike. Get your guitar, Mike. No, no I want Mike. like. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? You always. Can we yeah. bust his balls? I get off. I get off. I'm busting his balls all the time. Back and forth, man. Fuck with each other all the fucking time. Yeah. All right. So you okay, Mike? If you had to serenade Tony when you like meet him tomorrow, what are you gonna do? I say hi. Huh? Give, give me a song. Hey, no, I'll be honest with you. Serenade would be highly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what if, wait, but what if he brings Roger? What if he brings Roger Lodge though? He's gonna bring Roger Lodge with him. Hey, as much as I love Roger, man, I'd rather hear a female singing for me than you know what I mean. Than right. Hey, play some heart, man. Play some heart or Stevie Nicks. No, I want Mike to pick it. I'm not picking any. What it's. This is I don't the know. this is the song that I want you to like like put like burn in your brain, uh, Tony. <laughs> this, this is, the is song he wants you to I don't pick. have time. For, I don't have time for you. Just pick one, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like your attitude right now, and I. I got it. You I'm know? gonna play. Do you guys like the Steve Miller band? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Do you guys like it? Yeah. Steve Miller's cool. Like I really do Miller. like. I do like Steely Dan a lot, though. Okay, you like but Steve Miller Steve though? Cool. You like Steve Miller? Yeah, they're cool. He's cool. Yeah. All right, this is this is Mike to Tony. Listen. I don't know how this came up. It came into my head. <laughs> Jungle love.
jungle Xavier is back on the air. We've got Ball Hawk Tony is going to go because he has to go to the game tomorrow and Mike has to work tomorrow. I'm not going to shut off, but if I don't how long I don't I don't want to like keep him too long. He might like get mad. What yeah, happened? Man, I'm just chilling right now. I'm just chilling. I mean, for like, evening now. I don't know where. Okay, but see, like tomorrow when the game starts, I mean, I just want you and Mike to hook up and just like talk for a little bit. That'd be cool. I don't know, man. It's putting a lot of pressure on Mike, dude. I mean, dude, what am I going to do for him? <laughs> I'm just some knucklehead that likes to go catch baseball, man. You don't need to talk to me. No, you know. No, no. no. Mike's, o- Mike's okay. I mean, he's okay. Just don't touch him. Like, he doesn't want you to, like, shut put your... Trevor, shut up. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's like, uh, Mike has... But, but, Mike. But, but, Mike's... Wait a minute, though. There's There's been a lot of people, Tony, that... Uh, you know, have gotten famous for for much less things. You know, uh, so you know, I mean, I wouldn't seek fame. You know, but I wouldn't deny it either if it fucking crept up on me. Yeah, can you imagine? You know what I really, what I really like to do, and I've been thinking about this for for a long time, is uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that do vlogs and stuff for the Dodgers, but. I really don't see a lot of people spending time with the Angels, man. And I do spend a lot of time there, and I and I have a lot of feelings and, and input on the ball club, and and I'm invested in them, you know, as far as their success. So I always mm-hmm. thought about that, you know, putting together a little something here once or twice a, a week or a month and 
just try to get engaged with fellow Angel fans. Yeah, I think it would well, be cool. Well, man. you I know, a, they, a, they, a good a good venue for that might be Facebook. Uh, start your own Angels uh, uh, fan group. Or, he doesn't want. Uh, no, he doesn't want to do that. I, I can tell. Hey, Irving, he doesn't want to do that. I, I, I would see. I would see my. I'm not a social. He just media said he was interested in starting a blog. It's about the same thing. You just get more exposure on Facebook. Well, yeah, I thought more about YouTube. I mean, I'm on Twitter and stuff. That's how the the guys Facebook. from the Fallhawk website communicate with each other. But I'm not into Facebook, dude. Look, there's a lot of people in my past. I don't want them to find me, man. And when I go on Facebook, they're gonna find me, and I don't want that. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just like to stay incognito. But it's like, yeah, it would be cool. Yeah. Get some uh, people to uh, in line there at batting practice. People who come to ball games earlier and kind of get a feel for people who are there, not necessarily just for the ball game itself. That'd be pretty cool, man. I mean, I'd be into it. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, okay, Tony, let me ask you this question: What was it like, Steve Bartman? His his world turned upside down overnight. I mean, can you imagine that? Uh. uh... Oh, can you elaborate on that? What what happened? Tony, then? Tony, tell the story. <laughs> Steve Bartman's like life just turned like inside out, upside down, and like he became the biggest enemy. Yeah. I mean, and, like he for... reached over the fence and if he reached over the fence and, and caught a, a a home run or snagged a home run or knocked a home run down. And I believe it was was it Tony Tarasco that was going to catch that ball? No, it was like uh, Alou. It was like uh, Moise Alou, Moses Alou or whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, oh, it might have been yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, this day, these days, they probably would have called that fan interference. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then of course, the Cubs with their crazy curse. Yeah, that dude had to disappear for dude. a while, man. Oh, oh, wait, are you, are, are you saying a fan knocked the ball out of a player's hand after he caught it in the stands? No, yes. I'm saying a, fa- a fan. A fan reached over, reached over and made contact with the guy's glove who was about to. And you can look at the video a million times. But it didn't fit it. He didn't catch it. So you can say he could have won it, would have won it. doesn't matter. He did catch it. So was it because of fan contact? Most likely. So oh. that counted as a home run and not fan interference because they didn't have replay back then. And then, of course, he was to blame for the demise of the Cubs. How, how did his, that work? His yeah, life was, like, ruined from there on out. Had he been wearing, like, a different um, fan's cap? No, he, he was a Cubs fan. Did. I know, I know. But had he not been wearing a cap? Because he was he was a home team fan who cost the Cubs, you know. That, I think it was like it all like fit together. It was like a fan, a, a Cubs fan that cost the Cubs the World Series. Yeah, but it did. It didn't matter what fan. It just a fan touched the ball. It, it was it was a fan from the other team. I don't think it would be as blown up to a big proportion as it was Bartman. Would it still be counted as, as in, interference? That's that's my point. I don't know. And, and I, would they who 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 would they call it on? Well, they but remember when they won the World Series, they blew that ball up and they like they gave Bartman. Remember, remember the Red Sox guy? They for, they forgave him. Yeah, they forgave yeah, Bartman. Yeah, so that was after freaking several years of death threats and freaking having a dude having wow. to wear wigs and trench coats around town. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying, like, and like you're like 
life could be turned upside down overnight just by like being <laughs> in a baseball game. <laughs> That's right. Like that, we're talking about catching foul balls and, and home run balls. See, I, I'll talk about my jury duty next time. Your jury duty? Hey, zombie had jury duty, uh, Tony. So I'm wondering, how can any human being not get out of jury duty? I mean, what do you got to do to actually get <laughs> in to do right? jury duty? <laughs> well, it turned, it turned out. It turned out. It was a dur- double mur- mur- murder. <laughs> it was a double murder Man. case. It was a double murder case. The guy's accused. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. What do you get, like 15 bucks a day and, like, lunch and all yeah. that? I mean, that's cool. Yeah, well, yeah. Wait a second. Hang, hang on. Yeah, but that's only if you go more than uh, what, seven cool. days or nine days. What was it, Zom? <laughs> At least three days. <clears throat> At least three days. But the que- I had to fill out a 30-fucking-page questionnaire. And all that. Jesus. Yeah. Because it was going to be a capital case. The guy's accused of stabbing his wife, a uh, girl from the death with a screwdriver, and then killing his uh, cellmate. And so there was going to be that. And wait, then, then wait, a, then wait, a penalty. Wait, um, wait. He, w- he was already in jail and or prison when he stabbed his wife? <laughs> no, when he, killed, when he killed his cellmate. Oh, so he got convicted of murdering his wife. and No, then not he- yet. They're, they're tying them both together. But anyway. <laughs> it's, this sounds like interesting shit. How did I get out? How did I get out? I I, I must have reeked of marijuana when I walked in. <laughs> when I walked Good in. for you, Zom. <laughs> and also, he asked, if, if, can you can be... Can you be conscientious? I said, I said, if I see one gang tattoo or he needs an interpreter, he's guilty. If I see one gang tattoo, it's over. And, uh, that was Dude, it. I, I'd go along with that. And you're, and you're fucking right. What had to do with the show? I don't know. I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> it tripped me out. Tony, you know Tony, what? you they scared yet? They, they did not have <laughs> any idea at all. I could have walked in with a fucking piece of jury paper, and they said, oh, you're the guy we're looking for. Come on in. I went to get my teeth fixed. I got to have ID. I got to have ID to get my goddamn teeth fixed. I don't have ID to vote. I don't have the ID to, to send somebody to fucking death. No. You- you got to have ID to buy booze or cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, you you got to have ID to get a social security card, and you have to have a birth certificate to get an ID. <laughs> Plus, I didn't and get now, now you have to have an ID in order to get your birth oh, certificate. Oh, that's funny. What you're saying right now, I was at the DMV. Yeah, yeah, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold crazy. on a second. Hold on a second. I was at the DMV, this old man, he was like 90 years old in a wheelchair, and this, his, his wife could barely walk and push him into the wheelchair. And they said that he couldn't get his, like, like uh, what California was it? It's ID. like, just the ID. He didn't want a driver's license. And they said, right. he goes, unless he had a birth certificate. And the guy's yeah. like, a, he's like a fucking 100 years old, right? And he goes, oh, he goes, dude, I'm born. I'm, I'm right in front of you. I'm born, okay? 
he had his numbers and shit, but they go, we have to see your like, your birth certificate. He goes, well, wait, dude, I'm a freaking hundred years wait, old, man. If they were asking, they only asked for a birth certificate the first time you go in to get. <laughs> well, I don't know. They they wouldn't they wouldn't give him his ID because they wanted to find out. He wanted to see his birth certificate, and he was like born in like 1909 or something. I don't know. It was like stupid, and he like he sat out there. I got a picture with him and I, and I go, "Are you kidding me?" My, it, my grandmother was born in 1909. Well, whatever. This guy was old. He was like an old man, and I mean, he goes. Look, I'm born, aren't I? Look, I'm standing right in front of you. Just give me my fucking ID and shut the fuck up. Our system's messed up, dude. Just give him, his, give him his fucking ID. I don't give a shit. I'm sick and tired of our country. Yeah, but when it comes to the illegals crossing over into yeah. California, it's like, <laughs> come on down. And this, guy, and this guy was a war vet, too. It's tripping out. Mm-hmm. I tell my, I have my expired driver's license. I have my DD-214, I have my birth certificate, I have my social security card that I signed when I was five I years up. old. I swear to God, I walked up behind the guy in the wheelchair, the old man. You know what? A DD-214 is good enough for any goddamn ID. It's supposed to be better even than a registered ID from the state, California, driver's license ID, whatever. I'm telling DD-214 you. DD-214 is supposed to be the end all of ID. Yeah. But I, I walked up behind this old man, and I felt so sorry for him. He goes, look, I'm still breathing. Just give me some idea. I don't know. I mean, our society is messed up, dude. He can't get any help. He cannot get any help if he speaks English and, ha- and doesn't have any identification. And do you know the girl that was helping him? Yeah. She must have been like. 20 years old she wasn't she wasn't even like old enough to vote i mean she was like a little girl it's like but that's the rules and it's like yeah, fuck this it's shit not, it's not her fault well actually you'd be surprised how much of that type of bullshit communication is the fault of the person that you are subject to at the moment yeah. <clears throat> because they will spout shit if there's nobody around to look at them talk i mean listen to them talk you know, I have heard them say bullshit. I've, I've been had, told bullshit. I know, but I've had I've had these kind of people like it's you know in my favor. But yes, I mean I've had bullshit. I've had I've had cool people that are like there, and uh, you know they just go they just let it slide. But then you got these people that are like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They go, uh, we'll just let it slide yeah. because they you know, know they you know. know that... out. I'm mean, sitting there at jury duty, and the the judge tells me, well, oh by the way. Our new governor doesn't like the death penalty law, so he's not going to uphold it. He didn't say it that exactly, but that's what his words. In my younger days, I would have jumped up and said, I'm leaving. I don't want to fucking be here. And he asked me why. Because I don't like it. And I wrote on my, my, one, of my, one of my answers, if the, if the fucking governor of this country can, can say, I don't want to do this because I don't like it. Even after you're fucking sworn in saying that you would do it, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to? I didn't write it all so eloquently, but my, I was scratching through this 30 fucking page questionnaire. Mm-hmm. When what the fuck? They want to know, where do my sisters and my brothers work? How much money do they make? What the fuck does this have to do with me? What the? I wrote a not of your business. I was one of the first people they said I was just disqualified. 
I would love to be on that. It'd be bitching to figure out how we do this stuff. But just flip me the fuck out. I can walk in. I could find this green piece of paper that says jury duty and just walk in and say, that's me. But I can't get my fucking teeth fixed because I don't have ID. Right. Yeah. Tony. You, you, you'd be better off finding a Is dentist. Is Tony still there? Uh, I don't I don't I think we scared him away. I don't know. I was just trying to check. Tony? I'm tripped out. I kind of took over, didn't I? I apologize. That's okay. Yeah, you ruined the show. No, 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 the show. Oh, he, Tony, is, Tony, did, Tony, his, Tony did his like time, but I just wonder if he listened to what we're doing. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm trying to keep up with all this, man. He's going off about some court shit. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, it's not court shit. It's about our society in general. I mean, that's that's what... That's yeah, what... I hear you. They want, to get, want me to give some guy the death penalty. They don't give a shit who I am. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's, that's Oh, it. my God. How much does that say? Yeah, man. Still, I mean, yeah, I hear you, man. It's not an easy place to, to, or time to be living right now and raising kids and doing all that stuff. Oh, but, man. Dude, thank, thank God I'm we, not a we, kid. We got it good, man. Dude, you, you, raise, you raise them right however you personally think right is, and they'll figure out the rest. Uh, you know, that's all you can do. I've got four kids. They're all in their 30s now. Uh, and I've got actually 14 grandkids. Yeah, it went up from 13, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Tony. Listen, it's like yep. they're going to have a remake of All in the Family. Can you believe this? And the Jeffersons. Yeah, I saw and, that. And no, they're, they're, they're going to have... Uh, okay, hold on. It, no, they're going to do it live. They're going to do it live. This is stupid. Woody Harrelson's going to be Archie Bunker, and Jamie Foxx is going to be George Jefferson. I mean, no, isn't this stupid? Serious? Yes. Yeah, they're going to do it live. They're going to do it live. For life, live this for is life. stupid. Oh, it's a gag. I don't know. No, it's not do a it, gag. No, they're going to do, do live TV. They're gonna do like a live. This show. is dumb, man. It's like I don't not, know. No, not, not tape live. It's gonna be live. The, the elephant, all that family differences were taken from a live audience. They're gonna right. do it live. Right. They're gonna do it live. They're gonna like, try to bring it back. So, so it'll be a series. It'll be a sitcom. No, it's going to be live. Just one show. We don't know. They might try to make it to do like a yeah. like for the kids. They might try to make it to it. It'll be so politically correct, kids, dude. Huh? All in the family was never for the kids. No, it'll be it'll be taped delayed, but it's going to be live. It's going to be a live show. It's stupid. This is well, this is our this is our society. Has to have a delay according to the FCC. Whatever. Woody Harrelson will be Archie Bunker. Nah. I can't see that. <laughs> Well, that's what they're that's what they're like uh, doing now. I don't know. That, that's what they, they're trying I, to do. I could see I could see Jack Black as Archie Bunker. I could see maybe even Dan Goodman. Uh, not Dan Good, John Goodman. No, Dan. whatever. Gotta I don't know. But that's that's in the, that's that's something else that's in the news. Yeah, that's all over the I news today. You can't you can't be Archie unless <laughs> unless you're Archie. <laughs> hey. Hey, the other is thing it, in the news today was like, what happened to that that chick that was driving the motor home and like crashed in and killed a bunch of people? What'd you what you oh, find? Wow. Was that, your, was that huh? your mom, Trevor? That wasn't my that? mom. Shut up. What, what, what happened with mom. that zombie? Uh, she's still mom. in a rubber room. 
no, no, no. She had a couple. She had a couple dogs with her, didn't she? Yeah, she had some dogs, and like, I guess all the dogs died or something. Did she die too? No, they they found the dogs. They, they when the dogs jumped out during the chase, I. But she, did she like hijack some like motorhome or was that hers? Well, it was Wally. It was it was Wally Ward. It was Wally. <laughs> yeah, it was Wally Ward. Was. <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> but up up. He won't understand. He won't understand this. But uh, Tony won't. Tony won't get this one. But this Tony won't get it. But Wally Ward. Okay, that's funny. Decapitated Barbie dolls. There you go. Well, you're, you're like getting too deep into this, Tony. And butt plugs. She had it painted all pink and fuchsia, you know, like we're a, the Barbie. We're a, we're a sick. We're a bunch of sick individuals on this show at the uh, the middle of the night. But I love baseball. We're we Hey, by the way, Tony, we're just rolling out right now. Okay, we're warming up. Okay. No. Right, right on, dude. Oh, I'm getting ready to crack. Uh, wait, wait, wait until Kimberly comes on. Oh, she'll like talk about ah, her fake tits. Fuck yeah, I mean, I was waiting. I was waiting for the hookers and the big boobs you're talking about, but I. Well, that's I that's know. that's Kimberly. That's Kimberly. Hey, no, Mike, the engineer, you there? Hooker, Mike, but, Mike. No, it's just a cop. Zach Stripper, mud Mike, put Kimberly on. At least we get her voicemail if she doesn't answer. Mike, you there? Professional cock teaser. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you there? What do you want? Kimberly Schwire. Kimberly Schwire. Put, put, right, call Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly, call her up. She, she's, she said she's available, but she had to work yesterday. But she's available for like parties, and she like she'll, she has one boob that went flat. So she, like one of her boobs is like still good, but the other one flattened out. She's yeah. she's 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 the next <laughs> one's a Michelin and one's a Firestone. Hey, why don't you get Cam in on the phone? I got some words for him. Oh, man. Why? Because, like, Mises to Pieces in the studio? I hate Mises to Pieces. Oh, no, boy, Kimberly. Who said that? It wasn't Tom and Jerry. It was the no, other. I hate Mises Dixie, to Pieces. Pixie and Dixie. Pixie and Dixie. Pixie, Pixie no. Dixie. Kimberly. No. Uh, Pixie and Dixie are two cats. Kimberly. Jinx, jinx oh, the Pixie cat. Pixie and Dixie no, were two jinx, mice. Jinx the cat. Jinx. The jinx. Cat. I hate Mises to pieces. Yeah, you're right. Jinx and. Uh... and yeah, she's on. Kimberly's on. It was Pixie and Dixie. Hi. Hey, Kimberly. Oh my Hi. God, she's Kimberly. She's actually. Hey, hey, Kimberly. We have we have a new yeah. guest. He wants to talk to you. His name is Tony. He's ball. He's ball hawk Tony. He wants to know about you. He he's like really interested in your career. He's a professional ball hawk. Uh, no, no, listen. No, no, but okay. Uh, ball hawk Tony. She's a very famous stripper from Anaheim. Okay. Now listen to this. And she has like fake. She has fake boobs. Hold on. He's a leak fixer. She has a. Yeah, he has. He like fixes leaks. Okay, be quiet, zombie. Go ahead, uh, Kimberly. Talk to Tony. <laughs> Tony, I put you on the hot seat. I put you on the hot seat, Tony. You're talking to a famous stripper. She was on Wally George too. Tony, Tony would like a date with you. What? He would. He was a big fan of Wally George, and he saw you. He loved you when you like did your like strip tease. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 Tony. 
<laughs> I remember Wally George. I know. See? Back on KDOC in the day. Heck yeah, that dude. And and, and dude, Kimberly man. was Kimberly wanted to be her, wanted to be his co host and she was on T V with him. Well that that was a script that Wally handed her. Okay. But see Tony, he's like ball hawk Tony. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Kimberly was on the Wally George show twice, man. Once with her sister and once by herself. They were famous strippers in like Anaheim. Chances are I've probably seen both episodes. <laughs> and you probably <laughs> seen Kimberly's tits. You probably I mean, did. You can't help but not see those. They get there before she gets there. <laughs> yeah, but I might lose them though. What? What happened? I might lose them. You know, That's just okay. get them redone. If they got to remove nah, them, I forget it. Look, like Kimberly, we can't afford to get them redone, dude. My insurance will pay to take them out, but they ain't going to pay to put new ones in. We still love I'll you, no it. matter I'll if you have flat tits. Do that GoFundMe or something. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Come I know. I'm, I'm going to work on it. What I'm, say, what I'm saying down. is... 15, we're gonna, um, we'll, we'll pump you up. Oh, 215 <laughs> freeway, auto repair. We'll put like a new interview. Auto repair. <laughs> well, yeah, just do your blimp. Man. Horrible. Yeah, we got, we, we got retread kitties there. <laughs> Retread titties. There's that tire inflator you get at AutoZone. Kimberly, if they have to get in there to take them out, it's virtually, it's virtually nothing to put new ones in at the same time they take yeah, the old stuff. It's virtually nothing. Yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Mike I'll from... find out. I got an MRI coming up in the next Hey, Kimberly. Kimberly, Mike from Menifee just joined. He goes, with regards to Kimberly's fake tatas, I'd like to quote the late Doris Day. Que sera, sera. Hey, Kimberly, we still love you no matter if you have fake tits or not. I'm still taking you to the concert, okay? Kimberly, you're more than your Kimberly, you're more than your tits. You always will be more than your tits. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. Oh, my God. I still love you. We still love you, though. I never get it. <laughs> and now you've got a new fan, to, uh, Ball Hawk Tony. Yeah, Kimberly gave me a kiss one time, sucked the earwax right on me. Hey, Ball Hawk Tony, you have any questions for Kimberly and her tits? <laughs> Are you there? Uh, I just, you know, what, 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 air, uh, what area, area do you cover uh, for work here? Southern California area? What? He wants to know where you come from, Southern California. He's asking. He's he's new to the show. He's he wants to know what you do, like like what area you cover. I live in Lake Elsinore, California, which is in the Inland Empire. I'm a uh, table games dealer at Pachanga. Lake Elsinore. But but she grew up here in like uh, yeah. Placentia, Anaheim, Fullerton, and around this area. That's where she grew up. And she was a peacock, and she had like so she had strong. fake tits, and she just walked around and and uh, showed off her boobs, and she was like proud of them. She was proud. She was in been in movies, and she's like been in like on TV shows and stuff. And she was a very famous person. Well, I don't know if she was famous, but she was infamous. No, she is a very well. Famous. She's she's famous with with within that whole world. Back she was then, you know? she was famous within with. Like all of our it weirdos, was a humongous Tony. group of people that all knew about each other. I know she was at the hair bands like back in the day, like the the rock bands and stuff. And 
She like was on poisons. What was it? Poison video. Yeah. What what videos were you on, Kimberly? Yeah. Poison. What was the name of, yeah. What was the name of the song? I want action. Yeah, yeah. She was in that video with her sister. She has sister. I wonder where the hell she is. Well, well, anyways, but but Tony, do you remember who she was now? Now, when you like think about like some videos with like hair bands, that's what she was in. She was in those. What's, what's that picture with, with you, Kimberly, and uh, and the guy from Taxi, the little guy from Taxi? She was Danny DeVito. That yeah, was Danny, from a scene yeah. in uh, Johnny Dangerously. Oh no, yeah, she was in Johnny awesome. Dangerously that's, the that's movie. Really, I really love that picture. And you know what? Your boobies were. I know me too. And your boobies <laughs> weren't really big back then. No, she didn't. No. They were. Well, you still had the same awesome. I've had these fucking fake movies for over thirty-five years. Uh, she, yeah, she was in between. She was in between sizes. Um, I know, but but see, like, was I? I know. I've always enjoyed your eyes, Kimberly. I've always enjoyed uh-huh. your eyes and your smile. Your boobies do uh-huh. Ball hawk Tony is like embarrassed. He he doesn't. He's never been to a strip joint. No way. <laughs> oh well. Ah, oh, we got to take him. Eat. Are you there, ball hawk? Eating is the best. Oh, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not embarrassed at all. I, I, I've been to a strip joint or two here and there, but yeah, right. It's all good. Bob, you can't live to be 20 and not do that. You know. We go. I'd rather take it. We go to nothing. The funky place. Go to. Go to Eden. After a couple of beers, all the girls look the same That's anyway. A dive. That's a freaking dive. Yeah, go, go with Trevor, and that way you'll save a ton of money. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sure the fuck will, because he'll cock-lock you at every fucking angle. Because you're not going to get it. Dude, you're not going to get anything anyway. But Tony, Tony, Tony understands. Tony, Tony, Tony will get it. Tony will get this. Tony. I would rather buy baseball cards than to give my money to some some bimbo over at uh, Eden. Okay, the, like just trying to like scam me. I would I'd give Kimberly the money before I'd give it to that those idiot. those if other you're people. In a place like Eden, you are there to hand them. No, I am not. So I am not. Tony agrees with me. In your face, Tony. Tony, Tony, you agree with me. Okay, Tony, just agree with me. Up and watch sports on a TV. No, yes, you, you do. Do. Here's the thing. Tony, if you had, if you had, Tony, if you had, if you had $50. Yeah, here's my Mickey Mantle card. From... <laughs> Fuck you. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Oh, my God, you guys. What the hell? Wait a minute. No. no. no I'm just kidding. Right? I'm not kidding. I'm sort of like asking Tony a question. Would you rather see Kimberly's tits or buy a $50 Mickey Mantle baseball card? Okay, that's all I'm asking. I that's... really wouldn't want to pay for either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, one's like, uh, you know, uh, two drink minimum and whatever tips to get there. Uh, and the other one is like a zillion dollars. Okay, so which one would you pick? Hey, Kevin, you know what I was wondering? Wait a minute, yeah, oh, Kimberly, you just cut it. You just cut off Tony. I know, but I just thought of something. I gotta say it. I was wondering what my implant that's ruptured would look like under the oh flashlight. See, Tony, this is where we you go. Know? This is where we go to the ruptured boob. Let's well, go. Kimberly, Kimberly, why don't you take a picture and post it for us? Yeah, a picture tells a thousand <laughs> words. I mean, I'm really curious. It might look like a raisin in a water balloon. I don't know. <laughs> Kimberly. Tony. 
might look about might look about oh look my like god I'm reading a jock strap. <laughs> but but uh, but but hey so hey bummed. let's get back to what uh what uh tony was replying tony oh god who cares what's up what's up i, I don't know like again i mean do you like baseball more than tits tony at this at your age uh, now at your age now Look, man, tits come and go, dude. I don't know. Tits <laughs> come and go. Heart. That's right. Yeah, but, you know, but tits, that's tits right. are nice, though. When I was a young kid. I, what I like, yeah, go what ahead. I like is baseball, and then afterwards, the tits. So yep. I can have the best of both worlds. Right on, Teddy. Well, I'm going to have no tits soon, and that's depressing. But you're still our friend, though, so you need to, like, you know, look, uh, chin up. Oh, You'll be okay. God. You know what? You really need to look into having replacements at the same time as the removal. I will. I will. I know, but it's going to cost five yeah, to not. ten grand. No. You. No, it's Fuck. not. Oh. That's what it costs to open you up and stuff one in and close <laughs> this, it. Tony's going, what kind of show is this? This is, like, this is where we're going. They're going to pull one out. It's nothing to shove another. I'm telling you, get on this deal. Let's get back I to baseball. Probably, you probably wouldn't have to figure out more than four or five thousand more than you're talking about. I don't have that. Oh God, I'm so depressed about this. You can. This got to be the stupidest show I've ever done. Trevor, Trevor, cover it. Right. Trevor, Trevor, have you ever been? Have you ever been? Uh, oh, any I, of you people, have Tony. you ever been to to Western Dental? They eat. Yeah, Western got, Dental take. We're not talking about teeth. We're talking about tits. I got a great boob job at Western Emerald, Dental. You do not have bad oh. credit. You have good credit. Mm. I know. Trevor, holy, holy moly rounders. Do you like boobs a lot? Something just oh. happened. I don't know, but Irving, can you be quiet? Oh, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I like chased our guest away. Oh, Tony, yeah. Ballhawk Tony. No, yeah. Uh, Hi. No, Ballhawk, he's still here. Tony. Ballhawk Tony. I mean, do you have any like oh, insight? Mike dropped off. Mike dropped Mike off. left because he has to go to work tomorrow to go to the Angel game because they like uh, they rescheduled. So that he has to go to work, and Ballhawk Tony has to go to the game. So Ballhawk Tony, I, I, I think I think that you should probably like bow out and go to the game tomorrow. But do you have any questions for Kimberly? Uh, one last like one last round of questions, Kimberly, and be like be like uh, respective, okay? Respect him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tony. I don't really know her. I don't really know her. That you don't way. have to know her. She like. She like. She likes strangers. Like touching her tits. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I gather. Huh? I gather she's experiencing something pretty real. So I wish her the best of luck with that. And uh, you know, maybe just, just uh. Try to go a little bit size lower. Maybe they have shaper expenses models out there than the ones you're thinking of, you know. Mm, but yeah. a size higher. That would only cost that, you a few hundred. That's, 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 that's here nor there. Good health is what's important. So I wish yep. you the best. Of I don't want to be flat chested. Being flat chested was my nightmare when I was younger. I don't want to be flat chested. I don't care how old I am, Trevor. I don't want to be flat chested again. Fucking well, well, especially now after having double D's for ever. Sh shit. 
30 years, something, whatever. Over five years, dude. I don't want to be flexible. Right. I'm Agreed. obsessed with my shit. Oh. You mm. need to look up. Uh, you need to look that up. Love, uh, you no matter, love you no matter what, Kimberly. You can say fuck you to me anytime you want. You can tell me dumbass <laughs> anytime you want. I love you no matter what. Yeah, but don't expect that we won't tell fuck you and you're an asshole every now and then as yeah. well. Another thing, um, Kevin, is my um my my um diverticulitis. My um the surgeon at the hospital, I just went and seen him for a follow up and he told me, he says, Kimberly, you need to consider having surgery to where they remove the infected colon. No bag. No, diverticulitis is not an infection. It is an inflammation. I, uh, I, I know, but I'm telling you that he's telling me to consider having surgery to have that removed. And yeah. he goes, look, it's up to you. You can have it removed, and then you'll and we'll clean it all up, and you'll be great forever. Or you can wing it, and some people never have a flare-up again. You know, so I've been suffering from diverticulitis for over 12 years now. Yeah. I never had a perforation. That That is a big fucking deal. Yeah. I know. If if they offer you a surgery, that means they, they can, uh, they can, uh, they know where it is. And well, they they're can, also they, telling her that it's not a big threat because she can wait until the next time. My, if I wait till the next time they told me, and I have to have emergency if they surgery, know, if they know where it is and it's big enough that diversion is big enough that where they can fix it, let them do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not, uh, I'm not a big fan of it either. But if mine is small and it's like just like hmm. I, I just means I just means a condition of no. Osis is condition I get this colonoscopy. Itis is inflammation. I know, but when I get this colonoscopy in in uh, uh, August, then they'll know, you know, not, how bad. I'm, I'm not a big fan All right. of being opened up. Like, like, I think I think we need to take like a real, well, but, well, but just stay I, on, I stay on, everybody. He was going with that. Hang on, I got to run the show. Inflammation. I got to run the show. Uh, Mike dropped off. He has to go to the Angel game. I got to know where Tony is. Does he want to stay on? I got to find out where yeah. we're at here.